0: All
1: right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready. We're here at the
0: Roy
2: and Jimmy thing. Get ready to rock, get ready to roll. The moment you've all been waiting for. We got hot, sexy Roy and Jimmy. Hell yo. Yeah. Monday night you have chaotic this is the Roy and Jimmy thing I am Jimmy Shaw we are sans Roy Brewster tonight my poor little buddy there got detained with stuff life stuff so uh, my co-host tonight the very funny you've seen him all over the place mr. Sean Williams hey what's hey. going on hey buddy how's it going man it's good dude look, look at us doing all that radio shit right now I'm actually sitting in the big chair too This is awesome. This is awesome. I just
1: got the message from Roy. Yeah. Uh, He said two things. Hey, um, can you co-host for me tonight? And I said, yeah. And I said, what's the other? He said, I need bail money. I said, well, I can help you out with one, but I'm not bailing you out. Well, it
2: was short notice. There's only so much we can pawn and get to him in th- this kind of time.
1: Uh, I'm not pawning anything. I don't have shit to pawn. No, I'm not pawning anything. Uh, uh, I do. And uh, you, you do. Uh, I do,
2: but I ain't giving it to you. I'm too. like a, an 05 magnum and an old wedding ring. That's pretty much all I can contribute to getting Roy out of jail.
1: Our next guy is rich cuz he lives in the OC.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, he's 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 white rich. White rich. <laughs> is, is that all it takes? Just the location. All it takes? <laughs> These days, yeah, you're classified right now. Okay. You came in uh, if you're near the 57 or the 22, you got money.
0: Well, in that case, then, I don't uh, contribute to the welfare state, so I can't help out Roy either, then.
2: <laughs> that voice there is a, a buddy of ours. He's been on the show. It's been like a year and a half. It's been a while, been, man, yeah. Uh, another comic friend of ours, Mr. Matt Cole. Thank, Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Hey, hey, players. <laughs> He's getting all straight on us already. <laughs> hey, hey, players.
0: <laughs> Get your ass kicked these days. Almost well, did, man. Some, I had some crazy dude walk. I was just chilling in my car, and somebody came up and like banged on my window to try to scare me.
2: Did he? Yeah? Did it yeah. work? No. No. Well, we had the guy warn us about the lights out in the back, <laughs> yeah. and someone's going to get shot. That's, a, yeah, that's, that's what he told us. that's perfect. Us. But then the helicopter showed up. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so there might be some credibility Gettle to Ghetto birds that. are out tonight. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's Monday night here, uh, so we like to check in on everybody. How was everyone's week? What you guys been up to? I'll let Matt go. Matt. You love
0: Matt go. Thanks, yeah, give me place, little, man. Give
2: me a breakdown on your weekend, man. Just comedy,
0: about? man. Uh, that's what we're here for tonight, and that's what I've been doing. I've having a lot of fun doing a lot of shows, getting yep. up places, saying little words in the microphones, making people laughs Yeah, that's the goal. That's I uh, a goal. did a retirement community recently, at but, Woodland Hills Retirement Community. It was so much fun. The youngest lady there was seventy nine years old. Wow, and the you know the, the the guys like go clean and stuff, and the first comic goes clean it, and she just dies they, a horrible death.
2: They always want more. Mm-hmm. I, I
0: went up, I made the mistake of doing a, a dick joke, and the room started laughing. And the one lady's like, "Finally, the dick jokes." So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like "There's always like, one." Yeah, I'm like, "Relax." Just, yeah, it's like Blanche from the Golden Girls in there. I
2: just hosted a show Friday night at the Riverside Elks Club, so that was mm-hmm. geriatric right there. Yeah, I mean, when I feel like the youngest one in the room, and are the youngest one in the room. Yeah, so they say keep it PG, keep it down. And I did. I cleaned it up. It was a good, clean set up until the first shit came out. <laughs> and I said, oh, sorry about that. And they just kind of cheered me on, you know, like, drink, 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 yeah. drink. So I had them after that. I, I got to take them to the dark side. Very cool. Yeah. So I did a, a
1: show over the weekend. <laughs> did you know? I did. I did a show we over the We would be upset for, if you didn't. Uh, for, uh, what was it, uh, teachers. It was actually a conference for, uh, I think it was Soledad uh school district yeah and uh so they had a conference administrators and teachers and uh, they brought everybody into a room and they told them it was going to be a presentation so most people were unmotivated because they'd been there all day long going from module to module to module Uh and they come into this room expecting a presentation on customer service powerpoint display and, yeah like and that. and we got to just go up and do do comedy so we got each got to do like uh 20 minutes but it had to be like uh first one it had both had to be clean right uh we did two shows uh second one had to be more uh corporate so like uh I so used, what's what's more corporate well you know from what i heard you know what i mean yeah. i used the word ass in the first one uh-huh. and I kind of got chastised for it you uh-huh. know so they said well it was fine in the first one but you can't say ass like your whole set was fine no when you, you say, say
0: ass, do they try to make for the corporate one
1: do you have to say don't, ask don't, okay. try to, don't try to stereotype <laughs> me I know you like to do that but I said ass I didn't say ask so when they said see I can't even say it the way he said it cause, yeah cause, he, he just tainted see, it see yeah. look at it look at it he just so, tainted him on look that. at it no Here. so I used the word ass in, a, in, a, in the first set and I can't use. They said, "Please don't use it in the second wow. set
2: because we need to be
1: corporate clean." So I didn't use the word ass, right. and uh, everything came okay.
2: I did uh, when I did Elk Club. I you know took out cuss words. I don't, I'm not really vulgar, but you know once in a while oh, there's a shit in there and all that. So I made sure I took all that out. And actually, I, I came up with a pretty clean set that I can use somewhere else mm-hmm. until the the word shit came out. But yeah, I didn't I didn't panic. It's like okay, I can change a word out, and it worked. So no pressure. No pressure. Do you pressure up when they say be clean? Uh, well, You're yeah, not pr- dirty though. Yeah, yeah I, I'm
0: pretty. Gr- I'm pretty not clean. Like, I don't cuss a lot in my set anymore. We're, we're and- talking about your set. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, we're I'm, talking like, about your fat set. Guy, hi- try, hygiene.
2: Yeah, is the, that what it is? I had, to, I had to kick up the AC in this room, man. It was freaking. Dude, I went
0: wearing deodorant and cologne, man. It's hot You're outside. you ready, dude. I've, is, I've been ready, ready since June. This is the yeah. prom
2: for you right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I yeah, I have a fifteen minutes clean set I can go towards. If they want more than that and they want like material, yeah, like I don't like I take out the vulgar words. Like I'll say lady business instead of like pussy or something. But at the same time, it, it is sexual. Some of it, you know, there's well the there's, situation yeah, can't yeah, be. It's yeah. pretty
2: much the language I think is what they get you on. Know, okay, yeah, well, yeah then it's Like ass, ass, really isn't a cuss word anymore. I, I no. would think.
1: You
0: know what I mean? I, I mean? thought it was yeah. biblical. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the Bible.
1: Man. It's in the Bible. I, exactly. I like when you go to places that like is that is serving alcohol. Yeah. But they're still, you know, they're like, well, this needs to be clean. Mm-hmm. But people
0: are getting drunk inside the yeah, you know. place. You know what I mean? You know, so it's, like, it's like you really, you know, so really. And usually, where the reason like one lady complains and now everything has to be clean. That's usually the problem, right? And then usually- that, the one person never came back, but now it's a clean show. After yeah, that, now yeah, everyone else is you know? kind of
2: shackled down for it.
0: Yeah, and it's just sometimes it just it's kind of. It drives me insane. It's, kind it's, like, of, it's a comedy show. What, why are you guys being aff- Everybody takes offense these days. I,
2: I think they have to assume, since they're older, that you know, it's prim, proper, clutching the pearls. You know, back in the, the, the old days, kind of thinking, you know, the grandma, don't say that in front of grandma. And grandma's the one who wants you to cuss the most. The but the, this, is
0: the, this is the generation that came out with Lenny Bruce. This is the generation that had Eddie Murphy oh, and Pryor and Pryor Carlin. And Carlin yeah. So why are they now – suddenly now you can't say these – it's going back to that seven words thing. it's think, it me up the wall, man. I
1: think most people, when they go to a comedy show and they want – well, I think most people hate when a comic goes up and the F word is all they say. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And if, you're, if you go up and you're using it to make a point – you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're using it to and make a point, I and mean, you're not. You're not crutching on it. Every other word isn't isn't you know, motherfucker. I remember and that, on that one block. guy at Flappers
2: we had to count down yeah, on we the airplane,
1: dude. Because once you <laughs> once you hear somebody doing that, whether it be either in regular conversation or somebody at stand up or somebody on radio, once you hear them do it and they're doing it a lot, yeah. and then pretty soon that's all you can hear. That's all you, you know hear. What now. Mean? that's all, you, that's all you can hear. So I think mm-hmm. most people want to go to a show and they want to laugh, but they want. They want the content. They just don't want it
2: to. Well, be entertain okay. me and yeah. then use the words you need to, but you know, make it interesting. Well, uh, back in the day, the flappers opened mic on a Sunday, right? There yes. was One comic go up there, and every other word was the F word.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Blah blah fuck, blah blah fuck, fucking this, and then I was fucking. It, so the next time he went up, the next week, mm-hmm. me and Sean counted, and it's like we got up to what forty-seven
0: in a five-minute set. Five-minute yeah. set. Jeez. Yeah,
2: he cleared forty probably in three and a half. But, but the best part was, is he was unaware. That was all his nerves.
0: Oh, it's like a tick instead of yeah. saying um yeah. or uh. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he he, he was,
2: uh, it made it funnier for us, which is, you know, we were kind of shit on him that, but he had no idea. But no, every guys, time he said. You guys the,
0: were so evil at that mic, when, man.
2: When we would count up, we would no. just laugh. When we got You, to, you guys what,
0: had your little power area, use your own area. No. No, no, laugh no, back we were, and forth at we each were, other. We were just
2: consulting each other's uh, sets and bits and, you know, helping no. each other with life. That's all we were doing.
0: You guys made fun of every comedian that went up. No, on. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. There's he's only there's only a
2: couple that needed it, deserved Re- it.
0: Yeah, Rebar, if you're listening, you, it was you, man. You deserved <laughs> it every... <laughs> every not everybody made fun no. of Rebar. <clears> now he's I'll, throw, gonna, I'll throw that name out so there, you, absolutely.
2: You, you, just know, you mentioned him, and he's going to make a post on Facebook, and then he's going to do seven comments to himself.
1: Oh, perfect. On that. <laughs> have you so. seen that guy's Facebook? No, man, I don't have time for that Dude, stuff. Dude, no, you have to look at it, because he's got pictures of himself dressed as... Um, like the Lone Ranger,
2: Indiana Jones shit,
1: Indiana Jones, the I'm Lone going Ranger there, right? with the hat it's, it's pretty, well, like for real. Yeah. Like these are these are like headshots or something. These like, are these are just. If you look at the dates, it wasn't Halloween. No. He just played dress
0: up one day and took a bunch of. And they're photos good on, pictures. So. Was it like Comic Con stuff or no? No,
2: no, no, <laughs> oh, no, no cosplay, great. but it, it, no. They're great pictures, and uh, but, but it's weird yeah so but we would he wasn't that comic, but uh, we got up at the twenty five and he was two minutes in and we used to start laughing every time he said the f word, which inadvertently thought he was killing so we we almost, <laughs> we almost got fifty and five nice
0: almost fifty yeah. and five
2: but uh, before we go on though, I gotta do a shout out to uh last week's guest we had a uh, rich Scheidner calling okay, and we had him for the whole show uh he's just sharing all his stories tonight's show when he started his books are out he's got the he had a book come out about five years ago called I killed. Stories of comics he's on the road with and they're explaining how they killed and, and bombed. It's a great read. And then his new book out is um, Kicking in the uh, Kicking Through the Ashes, his life as a stand up during the eighties. Mm. Oh my god, they're great stories. He was start he had actually started writing these on Facebook as long posts. he just say, you know, back in nineteen eighty six and then boom 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 and show the story. Getting drunk, messed up, you know, getting kicked out of places. You know, life of a comic back then. It's super great But he spent the whole two hours with us And uh, it was a great show So I gotta give a shout out Yeah to him it was a really that. cool show Yeah so he was awesome so, That's uh, awesome
0: And you guys also do You can go back and listen He's like on a podcast yeah, somewhere Yeah actually
2: they're on uh, iTunes right now Just look up Roy and Jimmy And uh, subscribe Leave a review I don't care if it's five shitty Five stars enough. baby We need a review We got two In two, two years reviews in Two in two, two years You shitty guests been on my show God <laughs> damn I don't care if you say I suck Give me five stars Tell them I, tell them I eat a dick I don't care I need reviews. <laughs>
0: I'll definitely give you that. Review. I, you'll do that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I need to give a shout out to that and everyone who listened. It was a, a great show. So. If you
0: guys are listening live right now, hashtag Jimmy Eats Dicks is what I want to see. No, obviously. we sure don't want trending. that trending there. Trending. No, no trending
2: on that. We don't. I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> so anywho, so Mr. Matt, you're like OC show. How many shows you running these days? Too many. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, it's 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 a problem, but the uh, opportunity keeps coming and around. Most of these
2: are weekly, right?
0: No, uh, only one's weekly.
2: Okay, the Wednesday. Yeah, then.
0: yeah, it's just a workout room. It's, it's, uh, we bring in veteran comics to do uh, time up front, or so, like local grinders, and then open mic afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I do the Clubhouse, which is the second Tuesday of every month. Kitsch Bar Comedy Show, which is the third Saturday. And this month, we're starting up a new one over at the Group Therapy Pub called Freudian Quips, and that will be the third Tuesday of the month.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Damn, so, that's, a little, uh, that's, that's a lot of shows, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I know a lot of people when they have shows they they complain that they don't have a lot of people, but those are mostly on weekly shows. Yeah, but, are, but yours you, I I've done it. It actually you're not building it up as this headliner comedy club show. You're you're you know, the locals come out, you're entertaining. Oh yeah, everybody. we
0: are able to get regulars out. No, we bring in really good comedians to these yeah, shows. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're they're like real good shows, but yeah, we don't we don't build them up for more than what they are. Right. Yeah, and uh, this month for my birthday, uh, the Bray Improv gave me my first headlining spot. So that'll be October 12th. Doors open at 7, starts at 8 p.m. I got Sean Williams on the lineup. Yeah. It'll be his first time doing the Bray Improv. I'm happy for him to be there.
2: Oh, you'll love it. <laughs> Thank and, you so yeah, much. Yeah. Josh down there is just awesome.
0: Yeah, Josh is great. Cody's great. And uh, hit us up, actually, for free tickets. If you guys want to come on out, I can We're gonna you.
2: We're going to hit you up for that on your Facebook yeah, page. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Or, yeah, you can hit me up on Facebook, all social media, at Matt Cole Comedy. Or you can ma- email Matt Cole Comedy at gmail.com. Or you can even message Jimmy if you guys need to. Yeah, I'll yeah, pass that
2: yeah. on. Yeah, we get free tickets for that show. I'll pass that on. All right, so we got uh, October 12th. That is a week from Wednesday.
0: Yeah, week from Wednesday.
2: Nice. Very nice. 8 o'clock show. Who else is on the show?
0: Uh, we also have the very talented and lovely Jen Murphy will be on the show. Very good. And two good buddies, uh, amazing comedians. We got Ralph Figueroa and James Ponce. Oh,
2: James Yeah, hilarious.
0: Yeah, those guys. It's going to be a killer lineup, and then I'm going to try to figure out a way to follow everybody
2: at the end. Sure, sure. Yeah. You, you kind of pressured yourself right there. Sure did. Yeah, I guess, yeah put up put up an amazing
0: your, front four just to fall apart at you the end. You've got to find so. your A-plus on that one. Yeah, I really got to bring the A game on that nice.
1: one. <laughs> I do have to give this guy props. Um... He does really good shows. Uh, he he produces really good shows. It's hard to get on his shows uh, because he he books different comics each show. Um, he's got one of his spots uh, the Clubhouse. These people are so used to really good comedy. I did that show uh, a couple years ago. Uh,
0: about two years ago, yeah. yeah no, that's a great it's, room. It's fun. I got to get you guys back. Dude. It's got well, it's got a great layout. That's got. To, yeah, it's a fun layout. It's a good room. That one packs yeah. out between eighty to one hundred twenty
2: people a month. Yeah, the layout's perfect. It's on the other half of the place, mm-hmm. but you got a nice big stage. And but everyone's then, right in front of you right front and follow through. Yeah. yeah. Well, then people at the bar usually they listen. You yeah. know
1: what I mean? It's it's yeah, it's, it's a great room, and they they like comedy. I mean, right. they they're there, and usually it's the same people. Usually the first from what i've seen the first couple of rows are the same people the each week yeah so it,
0: it's uh, we we literally get between 50 to 70 regulars every month they wow. reserve the same tables that's why it's so hard to get in there as like a new person that wants to watch comedy because these sure. guys they reserve the tables a month in advance
2: damn and an and each, uh, that's a once a month yeah just once, once a, a month, month. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah and he's uh
1: he's building the uh well it's already built up now but the kitch bar i got to do that um, the one
0: year anniversary show
1: yeah yeah well i the the first time I did it was probably four or five months after he started, and uh it was the uh my mom had died like four days earlier wow. and I went ahead and did that show, so glad I did because it was uh it was therapy for me, oh absolutely, and then uh, I got to do the one year anniversary uh but it was it's it's it, it turned into that room that night. Uh, the first time I did it yeah. was it was it was packed. It was a lot of people in there. Uh, but the second time I did it, the one year anniversary, it's it's built up now. I mean, it wasn't
0: an empty seat in the house. Wow. Yeah, it's it, it? It, we packaged the capacity. Now where's we, that, Where's that again? That's in Costa Mesa at the Kitsch Bar, and that's. It's, to me, it's the perfect room for comedy. If you've ever been in the comedy store yet and done the belly room, right. it's like a swanky version of the belly room. Gotcha. It seats out maybe 55, 60 people. That's a great crowd. And we'll put you know like 65, 70 like standing room only towards the back end. Right. And it's just that perfect low like The old Lenny Bruce thing. Low, low ceilings. ceilings shallow. Nice intimate room for comedy. Man. Oh, yeah. And like every laugh sounds like a thousand laughs in that place. That's,
2: that's why the, the Ice House main stage is mm-hmm. the best. You, yeah, you stage, just got, two, just stage
0: two is good, too. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah, since they redid it, it yeah. actually has better flow there. So that one's also once a month. Yeah, sure. once a month show, yeah. Damn, dude, look at you go. Damn. This guy's a beast, man. Wasn't it just, what, four or five years ago? You were just a little, little not kid. Not even.
0: I'm, I'm, it'll be four years in January. Yeah, just a little kid trying to say gross, you little, little jokes. You
2: little pup. We knew you went. Yeah, you know right? man.
1: This is one of the uh, uh, guys that... I met over there at Flappers. Well, you know, yeah, it's, you know it,
2: it's funny. I was talking with Roy about this, that uh, a lot of the guys I'm seeing a lot of activity is the stuff that we saw over at Flappers, you know, like Zach Elk, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Cheney. Cheney's killing it right oh now. Oh, my yeah. God. I remember, I think I it was only the second time up when I brought him up one of the nights I hosted. He was, like, all nervous and everything, and mm-hmm. he, he did awesome his first night, and now I see these guys, you, and, you know, building up, and I was like... This warms the old cockles there going, man. Look at these guys go. This cockles. is awesome. The what? old so
1: cockles. warms a cock? What is that?
2: A cockle. Hashtag Jimmy Cockles. We'll get that trending. Yeah, we'll
0: get that one trending for sure. <laughs> but no, it, it's white great. white man speak? I don't know. Is white men speak? <laughs> <to> be... <laughs> is <man> be... <laughs> well, that what it is? Well, you know,
2: uh, I can't do subtitles on the radio, so we'll we'll, we'll fill you He'll in. He'll write
0: later. it down for you during the break, man. Okay.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Google it. You'll be <laughs> fine with I that. I thought
0: that. you said "warms to Jimmy Cock for a second. I was like, oh, <laughs> God, be... Hashtag warming Jimmy cockles. Another hashtag we can have
2: trending there. Well, you start doing these rooms to get yourself some time, obviously. But yeah, also that's
0: that's what it was. It was you know you you open mics. can only help you out so much. Yeah. You know it's great for new material. It's great to get legs and work stuff out. But at the end of the day, you want to get your jokes in front of real people and start honing your craft in front of them to kind of see what works, what doesn't. Well, you, it's rare to get that open mic
2: supportive crowd. Oh, exactly. It's you tough know. to get a supportive you know, crowd. Basically, you just feel the content in a room and go, all right. I don't well, even I mean, want to mean, I
0: mean, uh, how hard is it now? Can you can sit and listen to two or three comics, and you got to go outside, get a breath of air, maybe go back in again. Yeah, and then you get the little clicks. You know, I'm going to listen to my friends only and stuff like that. Sure, but it's open oh, mics. They're 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 a necessary evil, but they're still there. So, speaking of clicks, how many clicks have you been involved in? See, that's the thing. I don't get into clicks, <laughs> man. I run through them. Me and you, same. I just keep I keep my nose down, man. I don't I don't like clicking
2: up. You know, I, I, Sean. I think uh, felt the same way. You probably do too. When you feel like you're in a click, you kind of get out.
0: Yes, right away. At that point, when you, when do you it. realize it's, it's this, I have a lot of comedy friends I like hanging out with. Yeah, like I like coming together with all my comedy buddies, but I'm not running with just three dudes all the time. Exactly. You
2: yeah, like I said, you get into that, you, you start recognizing that, mm-hmm. you know, oh God, it's just going to be us three. Mm-hmm. You know, all or the time. us four. It's like so. If I show up and they say, "Where's Sean? He's always with you. You know, or something like that. It's like, okay, no, no, we're gonna have to branch yeah. out. Jimmy's getting booked
0: because he thinks he's bringing Sean with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it's like,
2: no, no, it's just me. Sorry, guys. So, but yeah, Yeah,
0: no, there's, there's. I mean, dude. Every well, Orange County's weird now because like the original, like when I started, the original guys coming up, they've all moved out. Some guys with to New York, a bunch with L.A. So like, there's this whole new wave of open micers and new comics coming up, but because. I'm not as heavily involved in all the local mics like I used to be. Yeah, I'm still like an outsider. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. man. Like I miss my outsider in
2: your own t- in your own mm-hmm. town. Exactly. It's my club. It's my show. What yeah, are you like, talking what are you
0: about? Don't you, you know who I am? Come on. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a glorified open micer. Don't you know who I am?
2: Do you still feel comfortable going to an open mic? Or? Oh, absolutely. I'd love them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's it's you got to work out new materials somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not. Uh, what did Eric Meyer say? He says I'm not famous enough to bomb in front of real people yet. So I got to do that open mic. <laughs>
2: I that one show uh, Sean did. Anyone supposed to be on the show? We did uh, that VFW show with uh, for Scott Shimamoto. You showed up. Uh, yeah, me and Carlos. Me and uh, Carlos were on the the lineup, and uh, Roy was supposed to go, and he couldn't make it. And Sean just came out to support, so there was a spot. And Scott said, "Hey, you, you want to go up?" He said, "Sure." That crowd was awful. <laughs> Sean went up there and ate shit. <laughs> Nice, but we all did. Carlos Escobar, yeah, he opened it up and did Nice, he shout out it. to
0: Carlos and his uh, his Instagram, everybody. If you want to see a, a, a Colombian flexing hard in the mirror, dude, that's the, the Instagram. With to go a back to. problem,
2: you want to see how to look good with a back, <laughs> back problem. problem, yeah. This guy, but yeah. So actually, Carlos opened it up, and the crowd was there. It was with him. He, I mean, he killed, and uh, but it tri- trickled down to Sean and then me. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't having Sean. They sure as fuck weren't having me.
1: <laughs> no, nah, you went before me that night. Dude, That's right. I went after you. Don't,
2: don't put that on like, oh, Sean just ain't a dick and then I couldn't do nothing. No, you went before no, no, me. No, I wasn't saying that. I was just saying we got no. down to that and it was just like that crowd. So Sean made me laugh. Was it mainly
0: he... a military crowd too? No, they were no. getting. Okay. They
2: were. They wanted comedy. Yet the bartender
1: was giving everybody shots. <laughs> so the bartender was so the crowd slowly was kept going, going back shot. toward the bar. So by the time, and it just kept going. So by you're up there trying to do comedy, half the crowd is in the back around the bar because he's pouring free shots for everybody, and then they're going shot, 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 shot. So the
2: so the the momentum moved to the back of the room. Where the bar is. And then the, the noise started going back toward the front. Not perfect. Yeah. And, and so, now you
0: have like this giant moat in between you and the audience. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. So
2: I went up, and then I started to get dirty, see if I could at least catch a couple people. And I think two or three people laughed. I mean, it was not stellar. Then poor Sean went up, and the more someone went up, the less people they had for the shots.
0: So you had a VFW that turned into Liam's, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but afterwards, Sean just Well, at
0: least, no,
1: because at least we got to go up at... I only I only had the pleasure of doing Liam's a couple of times. Uh and one time it was well, no. Both times I got to go up relatively early. Uh that first time we but, did it, you were first. Yeah, yeah. But um uh Jimmy has gone went and one time he messaged me and he's like, Man, it's I've been here since eight and it's one o'clock I haven't caught up.
2: Yeah, Rick had Adam Hunter out. Mm-hmm. And um so Adam went up about one o'clock. And then they put me on after Adam.
0: They would do it all the time. Yeah, They'd like, have, like, half the comics followed follow and, that. I had, like,
2: and I had nobody in that audience afterwards. So it's like, okay, i got to work this. And so everyone was at the bar. I'm up there doing my fucking knock-knock jokes. And at one point, two people turned around from the bar and laughed. And I figured, okay, I did a good job here. And I'm out. But, yeah, I ended up getting home about 2, But 2, you 30. know
1: what's weird about that room? Uh, is that I can go someplace and people don't know, you know, a lot about the Inland Empire. Yeah. But one thing people know is Liam's. Liam's. Yeah. And no matter how big the comic is, they'll say, hey, do you, have you ever done Liam's? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? it's yeah. like, well, it, it was, they had major names. Rick Rome and Mikey
0: had major they had people names going through. Through, They ran that thing for nine leaves. years I, or something. Right? When yeah.
2: I first started, like, Amazing. seven, eight years ago, I knew Josh from Ontario Improv. And he said, make sure you go to Liam's. When you're, you want to get, you want to do this? make sure you go through liams you, you know even the, the improvs know about it mm-hmm. gotta go through liams first and it's like a rite of passage it know, really was to go yeah. play that room
1: and, but but he had i mean rick and uh uh rick mikey. rome and mikey had major names guys
2: that have blown up oh yeah you know, that are doing big things now have all gone through liam's. And, and you know funny enough those people would actually hit up mikey and and rick said listen i'm gonna be in town can i come through yeah and it I mean, for what the place was, I mean, it was a good stepping stone and a good uh, place for comedy, you know? Yeah, for a while there. For a while there, but then... Well, I
1: mean, if you could get people to... Even, you know, I, I... Like I say, I only got to do it twice. But if you could get people to turn around in that room... Oh, yeah. You know, if you got them to turn around, even just... Pay attention, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you got a laugh, that was you know icing on the cake. But if you got the the one guy at the bar that was there every every week, the old guy to turn around to turn around and give you a thumbs up. That, yeah. yeah, he never that, turned around, but he'd always yeah. give you the thumbs. Yeah. But up. But if he turned around, if he gave you a thumbs up, then you were doing all right.
2: Then you had a joke worth keeping. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, like I said, the two people. I don't know who who they were, but as soon as they turned around and, and at least gave me a laugh or a smile on something I did, I knew I got two of those people at Liam's that night at about 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. To me, that was a good accomplishment. It's like, okay, good. That was worth it. I can go home well, now. Well, it's, it's the
0: trenches of comedy, but it forces you to become a better comic, and there's so many comics now that I see. They're like, they won't even, I can't go to that room. It's the audience. They won't pay attention. I'm like, make them pay attention, man. Well, Doesn't it, it force you to be, become better? I think it, it it forces you to become
1: better, but it also, I think more than that, it forces you to keep doing your set, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. you lose motivation quick when no one's paying attention to you, you know, but if you keep, it forces you to, you know what, I'm just going to go up here and I'm going to fight and I'm going to do what I do and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do, do my whole time because, you know. Well,
2: yeah, when we all first started, even at an open mic, you know, as soon as we're eating shit or we think we are, we cut our shorts or our set short, mm-hmm. you know, and we're just, we're bummed, we're depressed, we're out, but now it's kind of like a dare, you know. And once you come to this bar and you see there's five people in there, I go, okay, well let's see what we can do here.
0: Five people's a show.
2: What do we got here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now you just you're not afraid to at least go do it. You know, and the eating shit stories are a lot more funnier than the freaking uh, I killed yeah, stories.
0: Yeah, you know, your killed stories you may you may hold like you record one and hold it into your pocket if you had a bad day. But right. m- most comics love sharing stories about how they bombed or they watched their buddy bomb and stuff like that. It's uh, it's the better it's the better stories in comedy.
2: Yeah, Roy just hit us up uh, the, the, that show at the BFW. After the show, we're out back having a cigarette and relax it, and Sean goes, "I can't believe I ate shit on a show I wasn't supposed to be on." <laughs> <laughs> I think he was more upset about that. I wasn't even supposed to be on this damn show. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it, you also got to learn, like,
0: too. It's when you bomb, that's it. No, there, nobody's going to remember that you bombed the next day, other than you.
2: I did. Um, I did Mulcahy's uh, like two yeah, months ago. How is that, Tony. spot? Yeah, I, it, I keep having to push it back to do it because I keep it's getting things. It's fun. Either way, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying is uh, the night I've been there when the place is full. That's in Whittier, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay. I've been there when there it wasn't full. And the last time I was there, it wasn't full. There was only a few people, and Scott was there, uh, Roy, and no one there. So we went up, and that's where you just pretty much fuck off. So Roy up there, Roy went up there and just ad libbed everything. He can do crowd work and ad lib. I mean, more, better than most people I've seen. I went up there. I start running my material, and my first joke didn't land. And I just did a show like three days ago, and I said, boy, that thing killed. You guys missed out. That thing killed. I, that's an applause break right there last Saturday. So they kind of giggled. And then I just went on fucking around. I looked at Tony, the host, and I just said, you know, I'm going past my time. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> even like me. me. And then uh, at one point, uh, like I said, Scott was there, so I started doing his closer. Chinese people. You just started doing everybody else's yeah. jokes. I thought, What else I got here? I said Chinese people. And Scott's in the back. Hey man, that's mine. Okay, and then I started doing Sean's Disneyland bed. I just started fucking around, and it was like one of the most fun nights I had, just uh, plagiarizing and just telling them to go fuck themselves.
0: And then people wonder why Bencia did it for so long. He was just having fun, man. Yeah,
2: we just had fun on that. So you, you got to take, you got to do the best in each room. You know, yeah, the, like you said, it was a, a low night, the night we went out. Mm-hmm. All right, so we just had fun. We had fun with each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fuck it, just let well, it go. The weekly
0: shows are hit or miss, anyways, man. Yeah, yeah. Ground. See, we,
2: we do that one. We do the show at the the Legacy Room. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the Saturday,
0: the Saturday, October
2: eighth, October eighth. We have the the Legacy Room. Our, our monthly show Laughs at the Legacy. We have uh, Wyatt Gray. Have you guys seen him? No. Newer guy. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, Carmel Humphrey.
0: Carmel, my boy, dude. Chivago. Chicago's
2: coming out? Yep, nice. and our, our headliner is Taylor Tomlinson. Dude, she is a beast. She's 23 years old, and she is crushing the balls well, lot of comedy well, I right seen now. I've seen her on Laughs, obviously. I well, yeah, saw her, her last her now, comic yeah. standing last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. She, but she's all over the place. She opens for Brian Regan Friday. She'll come out, just,
0: she comes out and to the clubhouse. Right? She was she at Victorville
2: the holiday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, She's on the,
0: She's on NACA. She does the college ones. She opens for Brian Regan everywhere. She's yeah. crushing comedy right yeah, now. She's a prodigy. Yeah. I mean, from from what I understand. Uh... Dude, do you, dude, Does anybody listen to this radio show come out to your shows? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Come out to that show.
2: Oh, you have to, yeah.
0: Come out. The, all right, here's what you're doing Saturday, you're going out to that show at the Legacy Room. That's one of the best lineups I've heard of in a while. And then on October 12th, get free tickets to the Bray Impron. <laughs> <laughs> See how that's going to work? Tag yeah, in
2: there. Yeah, come
1: out to the show at Legacy Room, and Jimmy will have tickets for the Bray
2: Impron. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. There it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, give me some tickets. I'll take them with.
1: Yeah, and they've got like. I mean at the at the legacy room they have pork. If you don't like pork, don't go. But
0: they, they if you're <laughs> so basically if you're kosher man, don't walk in that No, place. no but they have they have pork. They got great pork sandwiches. That's
2: right, they have the pork sandwiches I have. At, pork at one, sandwiches
0: right? in the back. I haven't eaten one. But they look delicious.
2: Yeah, I heard they were. Deli- I can't eat before a show you like that. Eat,
0: you didn't eat? a pork sandwich? No, I didn't have. Pork All right, sandwich. cool. I didn't have pork sandwich. No, uh, is, is this the part of the show where I get to guess who's lying about what right now? No, oh, you, okay, you this is guess- the game. I can no. take lie detector too. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like I don't eat in front of people, man. I don't. I don't eat in front of people. I don't uh, need- really. All
1: right, you're so
0: you're like you're like a white chicken every day. No, dude. I just get the salad. I, no,
1: because not because I'm I'm old
0: fat. Oh, I got you. Old
1: fat old fat <laughs> is like is like old money, you know, I got right? you. I got yeah.
0: you, man. You also say you refuse to eat chicken in front of people too. And watermelon. Okay. And watermelon. <laughs> yeah. See, I wasn't <laughs> gonna even go there, dude. Everybody loves watermelon. No, but it's true. Is Roy still but, texting you stuff? Man, if Roy if you yeah, wanted if he, to be a part of this conversation, well, you should have come in here too. Yeah, today. he said
2: he still needed bail money and then he had to mention Sean bombing at a show he wasn't supposed to be on. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Give us the tips on that. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, so eating shit's a lot better than I, I like an eat shit story better than you killed story. Absolutely, those are those are our best ones. We are you doing, buddy? But you,
0: you just <laughs> my head. I broke my finger a lot playing football. Which one are you looking at? You got a deform going <laughs> no, on there. No, when you when you when you stretch out your hands, you don't look like you got knuckles. Yeah, I know they're all soft and fat. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting punched with pillows, man. They're all soft and fat. Are your are your knees that LA? way too? No, <laughs> only when it swells up. <laughs>
2: He's
0: just like poking no. like, you're pudgy as hell, no. man. <laughs> this dude don't have no knuckles, man. That's no
2: knuckles at all. He just got tissue. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem. See, I'm new school fat. I don't you have got the got old school
0: fat you knuckles. Got a
2: cushion and a tissue. That's all you got going on there.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm still, I no, just, it was freaking me
1: out because I've been staring at it for a while. Same, I was like, right. I got to touch this. No, thing. yeah. <laughs>
0: Those hide out. Those, those pop through Okay. Man. All right.
2: All right. Whatever you say there on your, your little sausage uh, fingers there. Yeah, right? Seriously.
0: <laughs> so I've heard Edward hands, but Vienna Sausage this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> I was sausage say, fingers. this <laughs> little piggy went to the store.
1: <laughs> They're adorable though, right? They are they adorable. Are adorable. Little they, hands. Are, yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> soft little
3: things.
0: Damn.
2: Soft little things. Yeah. Keep your hands to yourself, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw his, I saw his his eyes darted down like he saw a spider or something. <laughs> no, He's it's like finally like, just like what the fuck is with those fingers? Are? <laughs> <laughs> are those your actual fingers? <laughs> Jack- <That's laughs> a <laughs> he's got a, a little neck whip now on Now he's,
1: he's keeping his head down. I, did I you know. notice that? <laughs>
0: got you made me all challenge. weird as ah, shit. I ain't going to touch him again, you guys man. Yeah, he's got man. a pair of gloves I can put I on, on real quick. Just sitting
2: there with his hands in his armpits. I ain't going to touch him again, man.
0: Just put, put your hands out He's got there. his hands
2: oh, in man. his armpits right. now. It's just like, just man. Just, just, hot, yeah. Don't look at him. Don't look. Him. I'm not don't
0: like him. I'm trying to flex my fist to make my knuckles look meaner.
2: You got one like under undernourished pinky finger on the <laughs> other hand. There,
1: no, they all the same size. There's no knuckles. Nothing
2: yet. drained out of the other one. Yeah, there we go. All right, Jeez, <laughs> those are healthy right there.
1: He's gonna start doing.
2: Next time I see him, his knuckles are gonna be all buffed out. <laughs> all right, now, look at my hands. He's gonna have. I'm gonna, a gonna get like metal implants yeah, on top. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have like a, a good manicure. So at least they look good. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Well, he's gonna, gonna have
1: those. He's gonna have some of those Michael Jackson half gloves on. There you go. With <laughs> the driving
0: gloves. <laughs> <laughs> like Big Jay Okerson wears, like go. the fingerless. Tips. There you go. <laughs>
2: That'd be your new your persona. we right the hot there.
0: topic as soon as this is done, man. I'm going to <laughs> get some shit going on. What time they close, man.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: See, my hands are, my hands are jacked up, see? Because yeah, see, look at that is You got more knuckles in one than I have in my whole hand, that see? That one.
2: Huh? Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the hell happened there? By the
0: that's way, this the is cow. great visual for radio, by the way. It was like, look yeah, at that figure, everybody. I'll take a picture of him and post it. I'll post it on
1: the chaotic radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's that post uh, That picture you posted, about last month where you had the handout about the shake? Yeah. Uh, good point, but everyone just started dogging your freaking hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, come on! That wasn't the point. Wasn't the point, I man. I didn't ask you in.
1: I got people trying to make fun of my ash, <laughs> of my I ass. think, you Sam, had ashy hands. Uh, well,
0: I didn't think they were
1: ashy, okay. but you get people. I think Sam jumped in on that one You get people blowing up the pitcher. Are, re- are you religious? <laughs>
0: huh? Are you religious? Not really. Okay, I just figured for like Ash Wednesday, you just don't put lotion on the day. Or no, dude, it, or I'm not. It goes not, all the way. That's
1: that's Catholics. I know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's Catholics. I was just trying to play <laughs> off the word ash in yeah, ashy my, my, and uh, cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. I thought it smelled nice in here. Man. It's all tropical. And cocoa butter. You cocoa oh, we got butter.
2: the air on that shit. We were yeah, really,
0: actually, it's nice though. How did they, they didn't have the air on earlier? We were like, I think they
2: here? forgot to put it on. It's oh. like five dudes they're in just here.
0: Skinny man. They're yeah, just skinny. I was just like, we walked in. I'm like, it's like 80 degrees in there. There is
2: no way. it oh, was bad. It was bad. Five dudes in here in that kind of heat. Yeah. No air.
1: You know they're funky to begin with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> From the Zig zone, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these guys, those bikers.
1: Dude, yeah. One guy rode a motorcycle here. Nah, he's funky as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty.
2: <laughs> oh Zig there. That <sighs> wasn't
1: Zig on the motorcycle, that was another guy.
2: No, no, yeah. Is, Zig's
1: the taller guy, right?
2: Uh of uh, the group, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, a little
2: dude. yeah, he needs a he He does the the motorcycle training and safety courses and stuff and plus he's a drummer in a band, so they have like a drum clinic and yeah, it's a fun show. I've actually man, if I ever one.
1: lose weight, I'm gonna get
0: a motorcycle. Man,
2: that's gonna be a deal. Yeah, but yeah. you
0: can't because you can't be fat riding a motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, you can. What about those two big fat dudes, the twins, on those little bikes, man? That's hilarious. What twin? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's on the internet. You would be adorable. No. We gotta get you on no, like one of those man. little bicycles. I said I don't know,
2: and it doesn't matter. No. It always,
1: it always looks like it always looks like the fat guy's got a wedgie. Just, the wedgie has wheels. That's it. He's just sitting there. Looks like his
2: ass is, is buried in the. Yes. Right do you
1: see the fat guys with the with the hog? Yeah. And then when they rev the engine, they're body. Shakes, dude. No, that's, not, that's not freaking cool, man. That's not freaking cool. You that's hilarious, try dude. Trying to be cool at a stoplight, like all of a sudden.
0: No. A body in motion stays that's, in motion.
1: No, that's that's not cool, dude. I like It takes a while know. for the
2: jello yeah, to quit. Gotcha. Like,
1: you know what I mean? No, you start going 60 miles an hour and then you stop, and then everything else is just.
0: <laughs> Look like How huh, was that again? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you do sound effects for a living. I can tell you. Look like it. a pool,
1: nice. dude. I'm not doing that, man. I want to I lose <laughs> Look weight. Look like And then, and like, yeah, because it's like you've never seen the water in a tub just going back. That's how yeah. you are. That's how it looks on a bike, dude. I know these things,
0: right? Because I'm old fat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's been with it. He knows <laughs> By how
0: By the way, his first album We called I'm Old oh, Fat. I'm Old Fat. Yeah, your comedy debut. he's like old money. You know what I mean? Old money, old fat. Old fat. New money,
1: new money does stupid stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you, you see somebody in a Maserati and they got the windows halfway down, the music bumping, that's new money.
2: New money, new fat, those are on the bikes right now, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yeah, new gotcha. fat
1: is on the, new fat's going to go out and buy a bike. They don't know they're fat yet. They're going to go out and buy a bike, they think they're cool. No, Until they can't even be on you're this You're not thing. cool. Yeah, yeah, don't even get me started on the ones that ride a croc. What is it the the little ninjas Crotch oh,
2: uh, cross rocker. Yeah. Yeah, cross
1: rocker? Yeah. No, come on. That's, That's right cuz
2: they're leaned over they got their ass out and yeah. guaranteed 25% yeah, ass crack. No, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, you know they're uncomfortable, you know what I mean? They breathe it heavy. No, dude, it's not. It's not. <laughs> they're just breathing heavy. <laughs> well, they had to walk 25 feet to get to the bike. You, right? yes.
2: you got the jiggling and the breathing heavy, so that's already two things. Exactly, right? There. Dude. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Exactly. No, that's so not good. Because
1: that's new fat.
2: That's new fat. That's how new that's, fat rolls. That's new fat. New fat doesn't know anything. <laughs> new fat doesn't know what they're doing. Uh-uh. No, they don't. They
1: don't know anything
0: about it. <laughs> All right, listeners, it's time for the get of the phones. Can you Give us a call at 909-360-8330. <laughs> oh,
2: man. I'm gonna... Call
0: and ask Matt Cole, Sean, and Jimmy. Ooh, Any questions think... you might have? This is... This
1: this is good music I right think here. we're going to get off. We'll, he we'll, don't we'll even lead, know what this is.
0: We'll lead off um, of old this fat. This is P-Funk All-Stars, right? No, it's not. No, no it's not. I was close.
2: We're going to take De our La first break. De Soul. Re- De La Soul? No, not quite. But we're going to lead off of old fat into our first commercial break, so stay tuned. We got Sean. We got Sean Williams. We got Matt Cole. We got me, Jimmy Shaw. Stay tuned. You're on chaotic radio. Hashtag
0: old fat, y'all.
2: Old fat. Old <laughs>
0: fat.
2: Yeah. Boy, was it neat? Yeah. Not just me. She was totally meat when she did the freak with me. Never missing a beat. Yeah. Boy was in need. Yeah. The girl's a beat. The girl never misses a beat. Yeah, yeah. I like that y'all. Sure. I like
0: that, like that. I like that. I like that. I like that.
2: And we're back. Welcome back to the Roy and Jimmy thing here on chaoticradio.com. I know you're listening to us on the website, chaoticradio.com, but you also can download the chaoticradio.com app. It's available for all smartphones, Apple, Droid. Get on Google Play, the Android Store, and the iTunes Store. Easy to use. Hit play. The current live content is playing, and you can listen to past episodes of us, the Roy and Jimmy thing, on iTunes. Go to iTunes, search Roy and Jimmy. Subscribe, review, and uh, enjoy all our past shows. Plus, Sunday mornings, I do a, we do a chaotic, I call it Chaotic and Coffee, the Sunday replay. So, uh, 8 o'clock on Sunday mornings, I do a, a special repeat episode uh, from our show. Um, this week, I'll replay the Rich Scheidner show. So, wake up Sunday morning, get some coffee, relax, listen to the soothing sounds of Roy and Jimmy. Did you just lisp that? The she I did. Did. did you see that? Did you did hear that? He the jams. soothing sounds of Roy and Jimmy. That was weird. He looks surprised he's even on the air right now. Yeah, did you see
0: that face? Was like, <laughs> oh, I gotta pay attention.
2: <laughs> he's the co-host. He looked surprised he mm-hmm. was here. <laughs>
1: Wait for you to give me a chance to talk, man.
2: It's all yours, man. It's all good. I'm no.
1: glad we're here tonight. This is awesome. My man, Matt Cole, is here. Since we're going to ask you some questions
0: now, Matt.
2: We need to get to know you. Yeah,
0: because there's, there's some things I don't. All right, first six off. 6'1", around 290 plus. Okay, uh, that, that's one of them. First off. American Standard. No,
2: it's <laughs> Sean Williams has the floor here. I, okay. okay.
0: All right, first question for you, Matt Cole. All
1: right, so I, I'm confused on your background. Did you go to high school in Chicago?
0: Uh, I fin- yeah, so for those who don't know me, I was born and raised in Chicago, suburbs so of Chicago, and I did. Uh, I moved a bunch. Um, I moved around a bunch. So I finished half of high school in Chicago, and then I moved down to right outside of Memphis, Tennessee, is where I finished the rest of it up. My dad moved down there. You know, I was underage, so I couldn't really pay for anything. So I went down there and then started college in Tennessee. Blew out my knee in a football-related injury. Was able to stay two more semesters over there. Contracted through a Bible college. Got kicked out of the Bible college. <laughs> And then in 2000, I came out to California, and I've been out here for 16 years now.
1: Okay, so when you were in uh, Tennessee, Ooh, you yeah. played. So you played football. And I did. You I played, played football in f- Chicago. I did. I played football Chicago,
2: what, Tennessee. Was this your path? Is that what, what your your end goal was? No, right? no.
0: It was. I, I no. I was a white kid that was 225 in high school at six one. No, but you were offensive <laughs> lineman, right? I was. And, and and high school, I played offensive line, uh, tackle, and then. When I got to college, I was way too small to be an offensive lineman. But I was fast, so they made me a defensive end. And uh, since I hadn't played a lot of defense, I, I knew the basics. You know, I knew like swim technique, all the yeah. ways to get around. Because you know how people would always go against linemen. Uh, I always I always forgot sometimes that sometimes the running back will chop block you. And that's how I got my knee blown out. Nice. I, I got chop blocked, and then the uh, guy fell on top of it. So the difference between uh, Chicago – and I'm assuming – it
1: and it's weird. Because when I hear of Chicago – uh, high school, I instantly think Breakfast Club. Sixteen. Canada. Oh no, you're right. Uh, so the we're...
0: John, the John Hughes legacy is kind of what Chicago. That's the suburbs, though. Yeah, but you. Yeah. I, I I'm sure you were in the suburbs. I try to explain to people my my childhood is take a John Hughes movie, but then add in the movie Grand Torino, and that's how I grew up. <laughs> like that. That was my childhood. It's like, like yeah, we had like the the Ferris Bueller's, but I also had let's put it this way I knew my, my neighbor for 13 years as Polak Mike I found out later he wasn't even Polish he was just dumb and that's what they called him oh nice, nice. nice. so like, yep. like that that's the kind of like uh, like upbringing I had yeah. like the, you know it's one of those like especially if you go back to Grand Street they on the barber shop everybody there you were called out for if, if you were a German you know like the dumb crowd yeah. you're, you're a Mick you'll whop all these things but it was never meant as a. It was just kind of like a surname, like Mister or Mrs. That's just sure. the way people talk. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It was. It, it wasn't really. Because like,
2: you had a, a small suburb. You know, I mean, exactly. It was kind of natural back then. Yeah, right?
0: it was. It was perfect. I lived. Close to one of the biggest malls uh, at the time out there. And then right behind my house, was a giant cornfield. So I grew up in perfect America, as I like to call it, <laughs> where I was able to go, like, destroy stuff as a child. But I was also close enough to civilization, and I was in a good school, a good school district. Okay. I so did. I want to
1: uh, – want um, not fan, but uh, there is a, a documentary. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever watched documentaries before. But Love documentaries. documentary on uh, uh, basketball followed these two uh, kids in Chicago. One played for the public school, one went to the suburbs. Is this the like, guy this, that
0: graduated value and just got shot to death in Chicago recently? No, this okay. is the one, uh, Saint Joe's. Uh, I haven't so, seen that one. Okay. So
1: were you close to Saint
0: Joe's? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um I grew up in Schomburg, which is kind of like the middle of suburbia. Okay. Hoffman <laughs> States. That's where technically the Chicago improv is I was in Schomburg. Improv, yeah, Schomburg. Yeah, yeah. Is right there. And then I grew up kind of so that's where like I'm really fun. And then we moved around a bit. So I lived in a town called Gilberts. Which is like on the border of like Cowtown in America and then like Schaumburg, Hoffman Estates area. Nice. So everything went around there. So I was true suburbs. Okay. Guy. Yeah. Uh, and the only time we went to the city is occasionally i go with the family, but I would have to sneak in, take the uh, late night L into the chair. We would sneak in with friends and go in there into the downtown areas. Nice. And and what is the difference in my mind, but you can tell
1: me because you actually have the reality. What is the difference between Chicago
0: uh, suburbs and Tennessee? Um, Let's (laughs) two different worlds apart, man. Uh, So Chicago's suburbs, even though the city itself, Chicago, was known for ultra-segregation, like every two streets, like you had the Italian block, the Polish block, the German block. You had all that stuff. The suburbs was a really good melting pot. Like I I had black friends, Indian friends, Muslim friends. I grew up with a, a melting pot of everything around me in Chicago. When I went to Tennessee, it was literally black and white. Memphis at the time was 59% black, 49% white. And the one time you saw Mexicans, uh, when there was brickwork to be done. And then they disappeared after that. So going down there, it, it's, it's a, it was a whole backwards. So Memphis itself is a nice city, but it has like a huge bad race. That's where Martin Luther King was assassinated. Yeah. So it has like a, a big racial bigotry thing going on out there. Outside of that, there's an area called Germantown, which is old southern money. And then the next city out of that was called Caraville, Tennessee. And that's where we ended up. And the white kids hated me off the bat because I was from the north. They're still fighting the Civil War down there. I was <laughs> I was a damn Yankee. <laughs> and then the only other friends I could have were black friends, and it took a long time for black people to be like, oh, no, he's, he's, he's one of the good ones, man.
2: So it it, it it really it took me completely out of my – like, How old were you when you went down? 15, uh, right around 15. So enough to be a culture shock, but enough to know better. Well, like that's
0: go. when people talk to me like, I don't hear the big Chicago accent. I had to drop most of my accent just so I wouldn't get in fights in Tennessee. Right. So that, that that was when I got into almost all the fights of my life Was that that time I had to prove myself almost every day When I was playing football down there We don't want don't no damn Yankee on our team Like stuff like that all the damn. time Jesus really yeah. They call you a Yankee um, The biggest th- I'll never. I'll shout out to David Dettelbach I don't know what happened to him He was uh, He was like the You know like every school has like the rich bully Yeah He was the southern rich bully He couldn't play football So he was like our kicker He was our Like captain of special teams He broke into my locker Took my cleats out And pissed all over him in the toilet like that kind of shit is like the kind of put, bullying I got out there, and I beat I beat his ass after that. Put your cleats in the toilet, uh-huh, and then pissed on him. Took a piss, and I was able to catch him by senior lockers where the where the coaches couldn't see, and I, fought, I beat the hell out of him, and that's that's basically how I started getting respect in the team. Is I wouldn't let people fuck with me. Wow, and, and that's that's, that's that's where. That's that's where like my backbone comes from. It doesn't it doesn't come as much from Chicago. Like I got like I tell the joke on stage. I've not told it for a while. Like my nickname in middle school in in, in Chicago was Pussy Fists because my friends found out that my mom was trying to teach me how to fight.
2: <laughs> so like, can we trend that, please? Yeah, because yeah. he don't, yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> don't have no hashtag Pussy because he don't have. That's such a good callback. That's
3: such a good callback right you got,
2: now. You got beef curtains for your knuckles, <laughs> yeah. going <right> there. My <laughs> <laughs> the knuckles, man. Please, so I got <laughs> pussy fingers. Please.
0: <laughs> it wasn't until I grew into be a, a bigger dude that the bullying really stopped. But no, that that was that was Memphis. Um, and then I and then
2: from there well, you know, you I, I know, got super religious. You know what I think offhand, if someone just heard the story of where you lived, mm-hmm. they would assume your street cred and your smarts came from Chicago. No, I no, mean, well, no the assumption no, well, being, you know, here's the city guy. He had to freaking come through. You know, expecting more of the diversity being a problem, mm-hmm. but you end up just going back to back in time. To Memphis, yeah, it was. Um, since then, I mean, i just like I, I went back not that long ago.
0: Kellerville's uh, kind of gone through a renaissance. There's a lot more Yankees in the town. It's a little bit more modernized, but there's still that that old Southern money. Like there was girls like out here, you have quinceañeras and stuff like that. Right. Out there, the girls have instead of Sweet Sixteen, they have debutante balls. Oh wow! Where they get all dolled that up is... in like the old gowns and they got a yeah. the little pocketbook you got to sign so you can have a dance with them. And um see
2: to, the, to us, that's history books. That's that yeah, but that's that, stuff going day on gone, out there. That's a day gone by. And, but when you find out it still exists, you're just like, wow, that is deep rooted. And I, I was friends, really good friends with this
0: one girl. I'm like, why don't you invite her for birthday? Bro? She goes, man, you're you're being silly. You're not Southern. You can't come to one of these. You know, like one of those. Like so, like now I'm a second class citizen. What's going on here? It's, wow. No, but it's 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 true, man. It's it's a whole different culture out there um than you would expect. Like people. People don't understand. Like Trump makes sense to me because I've lived in the South, and I can see it through those people's eyes. Like, oh, I get why they're upset and why they want to jump on his bandwagon. Right now, he's he's a freaking lunatic. But, but you, got the, you know the perspective. But I, I can see through their eyes and stuff. Absolutely. So, so you got you just said that you got real religious. Uh, that's that's what I, I found. I found
1: Jesus. In the South. So did Bible you? Belt. Did you go to like a like a a southern?
0: uh Baptist no i didn't i'm not I'm not a Southern Baptist. We found a non denomination which I guess is a dominant okay. denomination now church uh it was half northerners half southerners it was a church that actually had white people and black people in the same church that was the one which that, is rare in the South there was over huge, there, yeah. i will I'll never forget the Baptist girl how can you go to a church like that don't you know and then she tried to basically say black people were like a subculture of animal to me i just to this day i'll never ever get that shit out of my head like how they're just taught racism like it's you know, it's truly a learned behavior man. well like, it's,
1: it's 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 funny though uh and i don't mean to interrupt you but it's it's funny be, to me because we talked about football but it's it's there are sub like southerners will think they're a subculture like we're a subculture because we're black mm-hmm until it comes to football, SEC football. I yeah. think until, it comes, to <laughs> until <laughs> it comes to Tennessee football, go, Vols, go, Vols, then it, then go it, balls, go balls, go It's all good. You you're, know what you're I mean. Upper it's class, the it's, it's all good. If, if you're on Tennessee football, it's all the good. the
2: highest level.
0: I think. Hey, I think the best. Oh, dude, I just.
2: How long were you there?
0: I was in Knoxville for three semesters. I played football for eight and a half weeks. Entire. And then, well, that's where how I got in there. So I went to UT Knoxville. We won state that year for Collierville, one state, and then we got all my boys went to full ride scholarships to UT Martin. I didn't want to go become a hick hillbilly gay, so I went to UT Knoxville. Uh, I applied at the school, got in, uh, lost my walk in scholarship once you got injured, and then uh, close to there, there was a Bible college called Johnson Bible College. I think it's called Johnson University now. Right. And I, I got him there, and I, I was able to contract in. So I had to go to the Bible college for, like, youth ministry preaching, but I was able to go to finish off classes at UT Knoxville for telecommunications. Until, uh, yeah, it, it took two semesters before they were just done with me at the Bible college. I got kicked out. By the way, nothing horrible. Uh, my first my first big, big issue was I, we got caught playing paintball in the guy's dorm. Got caught playing Playing paintball, paintball in the okay. guy's dorm. Okay. Um, the second thing that like was my big disciplinary thing is we made prank phone calls to the girls' dorm. Realized most people were out for the weekend, so we just left everything on everybody's message, like answering machine messages. <laughs> so they had li- literally tape of us saying some really jacked up stuff. But the big kicker, the one that they just couldn't forgive me for, is I got busted. I got put on chapel probation for, for so like four four days a week. I wouldn't wake up at six a.m. to have some old Southern guy preach at me
2: you—that was your punishment.
0: Yeah, you know, so they, they they don't. You don't get kicked out. They—they they ask you to take a semester off and pray if it's really for you. You like one of those wow. things. So yeah, you get you get kicked out. But um, I met amazing friends. It's uh, one of the better times I've had. Uh, like it was my first time living on my own. I started college when I was seventeen. You know, all the all this stuff happened it was a world of fun. I, I met sorority girls. God bless them. Uh, you know, like I, I, <laughs> you know, it's. But you said you were in. Uh, you were going to preacher. School. Oh yeah, I. They, I the or way, minister, youth minister, yeah. right? I was going to get in, yeah, I was going to get into youth ministry with the uh, the preaching degree. That way I could get the full right scholarship. Were, that was
2: a waste to a means. Yes. Yeah. I would pay
1: money to
2: hear him do a sermon.
0: Uh, I would pray money. I wish I would have completed I, uh, Explains, I, I, explains I believe, the
2: persona a little bit, right?
0: Well, I uh there, I, there's some stuff recorded if you want to hear it. I would love to, I <laughs> want to hear this dude. I would love to hear him just say brother, He's kind of got just, the just, it's, it's, it's No, just... well, here's the thing like I didn't become a debaucherous person until I moved to California. Sure. I was I was pretty, you know, like yeah, I lost my virginity in the back of a Honda Civic to a Sorority girl, but like that was the worst thing I did out there. I didn't find alcohol <laughs> or pastrami chili cheddar fries or anything like that until I came out to California. You
2: came to SoCal. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, It'd be,
2: it'd be like Sam Kinison would listen to one of his old uh, mm-hmm. preaching sermons and then see him on stage. But that
0: wasn't like I wasn't like a black preacher like you know I'm not, like jumping around. But black church is so much fun. <laughs> Dude, they have the, the biggest hats. It's like, a, it's, like cra- hats. it's like it's like it's cray- <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a box of Crayola crayons came out on Sunday and it's so much yellow it's shirts, funny. purple shirts, red suits. It's funny. Like he he looked at me and said, "Dude, it's
1: so much fun." <laughs> They have the biggest hats. Like, I've been
0: there before, man. I, I know. Oh, it's, it's so much fun, man. They really bring in the spirit. <laughs> the spirit of it, yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of fun. No, so from there I got kicked out and I, I came out this way. School was cheaper at the time, too, before Schwarzenegger fucked it up. Out here. Like When I yeah. came out here, like the local JC was like $11 a unit at 2000 right. Did your family
1: move out here? They moved out here moved before, out yeah. My,
0: my family could not take Tennessee. The second yeah. my dad got a job opportunity that was a little bit better so he could get out of distribution. He worked for Avery. And he's going to retire soon. So uh, he came out here and then took over like their, their internal ILS system and all uh-huh. that stuff. And the second he got that, he, he moved the whole family out. They,
2: we so we're out of here.
0: Did not like the South at all. And you're the oldest, right? I'm the oldest. Side. I, got, I got a younger sister and a younger brother. And, wow. And so they were, were they in high school at the time in Tennessee? It is. Um, my sister had just started high school. I think she was a sophomore when she came out here. So I, I can relate to her. And then my brother was in middle school out there. He, was, he actually got to finish all four years of high school in one spot. Nice. I think I only got to finish middle school in one spot, and then I think my sister got broken up everywhere.
2: Now, how did so. they fare in uh, Memphis? How would they do?
0: Um, Honestly, my, my were brother...
2: Were they was resilient and adaptable as you were, or how, how did it affect you? It was,
0: it was a little worse for my brother, because when he came into the elementary school, like all the teachers immediately flagged him as the bad kid, because he was from the North. Yeah. So he had to put up with, like, two years of just absolute bullshit. Like, he wasn't going do anything wrong. Like, I, I remember I got my first detention uh, in uh, in high school at my computer lab. She goes, Mr. Cull, you better put that up. And I'm like, I literally took what was in my hand, and I put it in the air because I didn't know what the hell she was saying. I had right. never heard that phrase before. She goes, oh, you're going to be smart with me? you got to go to see the principal. And I got detention because I was being a smartass. And I had no idea. And gotta all put you knew
2: is you were doing what she said.
0: Yeah. I didn't know put it up means put, put that away. away. or yeah. like I've never heard that before. And I used to make fun of the way she said W. w, w. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow. So so we go from Chicago to Tennessee.
0: Culture shock. Out here to? Out
1: here, yeah. To California. California, man. And did
0: you go to J.C. before you went to? Uh... When I came out here, actually, uh, I was going to contract into another Bible college or Christian college out here which um, at the time was called Pacific Christian. It's now called Hope International University. Okay. It's right across the street from Cal State Fullerton. Nice. So I, I registered there. I did a semester at Cal State Fullerton. It took me 10 years to get through college. I don't want to go through all this, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, each year. Let's go. Yeah, each year. No. So uh, I ended up graduating college from uh, Cal Poly Pomona. Go Broncos, right? Go? Yeah, the
2: Broncos, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what. Well, what and your impression of uh, Southern California was it everything you thought it'd be?
0: Um, honestly, man, it's everybody said it was a big melting pot out here. It's not. It's it's to me. I still look at it as one of the bigger segregated areas of America. Because like, it, I mean, out here it, it shows true classism. Because unless you have money, you're not really living in a diverse neighborhood. Gotcha. like look like look around out here man for, I me mean, for the most part if, if you're if you're making a certain kind of income you're like in a latino neighborhood versus an asian neighborhood and like there's a black There's like there's not a lot of crossing over over here like there was in chicago where i'm from
2: true and plus uh where you came from in uh, memphis coming out here you're just like Whew,
0: memphis yeah, yeah it, tennessee like that the word the other side of the tracks that actually holds true out there like the black people lived on the other side of the tracks like It was like a segregated town that way. That was insane to me. I still can't – I still don't understand that stuff. So how would you – if you had the chance to go back to
1: that same town and do comedy, uh, two things. One, would you do it? And then two, how do you think your comedy would go? Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, of course I'd go back and do that in a heartbeat, man. I would love to go back out there uh, and just try it out. Um, there's some nuances I see, like I, even going to Oregon, they didn't really know what a quinceanera was. Uh-huh. So, like, how do you explain that? Like, it's it's a Sweet Sixteen minus one, or when a Mexican father says "come fuck my daughter." Like, like how do you explain what it is? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like trying to explain like stuff like that. Is that in the dictionary? Is that how it is? <laughs> <laughs> fuck my daughter. No, that's Caleb Porter. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that.
1: I, even, I was like, wow,
0: that's a different quince- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, the more of, I consider myself, I used to do a podcast, and I just got lazy, called Honest Ignorance, and that's, that's how I look at most things now, from an, an ignorant standpoint. It's not stupid,
2: it's just lack of knowledge. Sure. See, now, I, I, I don't you. know things, yeah. yeah it's, uh, honest answer, too. You don't have mm-hmm. to pretend you don't know, it's just what this yeah. is how it is.
0: No, I'd love to go back there and try it out, man, because, um, I mean, I'm not blue-collar, but my, my jokes are pretty, they're not highbrow. You know, I'm not. I'm not Dennis Miller. <laughs> you know, I'm like no, God. But he doesn't take well, during, the source to figure out so what I'm saying. During all this
2: living and moving, mm-hmm. where the where the comedy come from? Where where did this the humor? Where did this urge? Ah, uh, w- well, honestly,
0: uh, right, How did I get in comedy?
2: Where, yeah, you what's that, that story? Key? Or like, I've always. Obviously, it, it's going to be part of the well, journey. Well,
0: here's the thing. The, the the comedy said trying to be funny is how I got out of most fights.
2: I think that's we can all say that, right? The,
0: like, I, had to, I had to be wittier, and I, I, talk is, I, I got sick of getting in fights all the time, especially in Tennessee. So I was able to make fun of myself, self-directing Hugh or other things. Otherwise, just to keep people laughing all, as, as much as possible. You know, like I was always the funny guy. Right. Because that way you don't want to fight the funny guy because now you're the asshole. Yeah, so exactly. I, it, you can you know, and that's that's I think well, we're a lot of it's comedy, a known yeah. defense mechanism. Yeah, it's Absolutely. exactly what it is. Yeah, but in, in California, I, I started late in life. I started doing comedy when I was 33. Uh, I'll be 37 next week. That's why we're doing the the day after my birthday is when the Braya Show is October 12th, Free tickets, the Bray Improv. Everybody it starts at eight o'clock. Get him up. Um, so I had like a weird early mid like early midlife crisis. Sure, like I had just got out of a relationship with a girl that I was probably going to marry. Uh, one of my best buddies in the world died, and then I had quit my job kind of accidentally at the same time. I right, I worked for I, – I was making good money for a miserable, miserable job. I was working for the uh, ML, the MLS, the multiple listing service. No Real way. estate, yeah. And, uh, SoCal MLS, which is now CR MLS. We oh, just, God. You worked there? Yeah. We had just merged over, uh. and it was different. Here's the thing. This is why to this day, every time I go to the 818, I'm always like, fuck these guys.
2: sean has <laughs> got a story going on there. <laughs> he
0: does. <laughs> so anyways, I, I got into a fight with my supervisor over how I was talking to a realtor. And I'm like, you don't understand. you got to check this kind of guy. So he'll end up listening to you because I did tier two sex support. And I also had to do software training for real estate agents, Wow! which is the worst thing you could possibly do.
2: How long ago? Was uh,
0: that was over four years ago. I five
2: going to say five years ago.
0: Indeed, I do. Oh, God. Indeed, I do. Sean's got, a little, Sean's
2: got a little backstory on MLS here.
0: All right, we might anyway. So uh, I was, I went in, and I started yelling at my supervisor. He was yelling at me. And my hands were flailing, and the side of my hand caught his laptop and sent it right past his head. <laughs> That's a
2: catch, right so, there. So yeah, I was just like, I'm well, done. We seen your fingers. Yeah, yeah my fingers. <laughs> exactly. I
0: think I moved my chair. My soft little <laughs> finger. So you knew I was One angry. I was surprised that it had to be his wrist because <laughs> his fingers couldn't move anything. <laughs> yeah. bat that thing over the fence. <laughs> So I just took off my work shirt threw them. And I said I'm done. I walked out. Seven weeks later, I got the job I have now. I work for an amazing company. It's a web hosting company, Dream host. Shout out everybody! Um, no, it's it's a great it's a great place. Um, they support my comedy. They've promoted it. They they do everything for it. you know they they're sp- accommodating when you mm-hmm. have to go do yeah, something. Absolutely, and uh, they've been great, man. They're you know I can work remote. I can work on the road. They're just a really good company. Now it's less money than. The other job, but I'm happier, and uh, I, I'm doing comedy, man.
2: Yeah, less, less laptops so, across the field. Mm-hmm. Saving your fingers.
0: Saving my fingers. When,
2: uh, so is it is it at this job when you said, I, I'm going to hit the stage? What, what, what made you go to the stage? Um, what got, got
0: me to the stage is uh, Jay Larson, actually. I met him, uh, who's one of my favorite comics. He's a Boston guy who's out here now. I was working at the time, a side job for a website. and almost It's almost like a blog review site, but it was called American Dive Bars. They since got bought out, and there's two shows that have spawned off them: Bar Rescue and Best Bars in America. Okay, Best Bars in America is the one where I was finding spots, like local spots around here, and writing blog stuff for it, and basically scouting out places. They that that started up, and they were the host on it. And I was talking to them, and he's like, "Dude, you're funny, man. You ever think about getting into comedy?" I'm like, "I've always wanted to be a comedian." Like what those guys are like, how yeah. do I do it? He's like, "Just go find a local open mic." So I went down, I found an open mic, and the first time I went, great. Second time, I walked 24 people out of a room. <laughs> And and if I said if that's as bad as it gets, I could keep doing this. And then I started pursuing it nonstop.
2: It'll be four years in January. So you're only a few months in when we met.
0: Yeah, uh, when we six months. Maybe my, my third time doing comedy was at um, I think I might have met you at Flappers. At Flappers, that's wow. funny one. Yeah,
2: yeah. I remember you were new, but I didn't think it was that much. Yeah,
0: super new. Damn. Yeah.
2: Damn. Well, you're funny off the bat. I remember when I met you. Oh,
0: thanks for lying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> Yeah the the bear bit you were doing the
0: Yeah that's uh that's the only bit of Kepson's thing because it's evolved. Actually I have I played that YouTube uh, uh, it was really bad. I didn't even know how to hold a microphone stand. You like, you're rattling it and stuff. It's yeah. just the worst.
2: No that that's when I that's when I met you and then soon after uh, Sean came up there too. Yeah mm-hmm. you know, you, that bear bit and then that 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 closer you, you brought back.
0: I did that for you guys the other night. Yes, yes you it did. Two and a half that's years a since I did that. Yeah. love that one.
2: That, that, uh, that's your signature right there.
0: Oh, please no. <laughs> so, so, at that point,
2: right there, you just figured you're just going to keep doing it because it's fun, or do you just think uh, you get I, somewhere f- with it? Or well, what?
0: here's the thing. I mean, we all we all have to be delusional enough to keep,
2: yeah, going, a little bit, A little
0: bit. I'd like to get somewhere with it. I'd like to make a career out of this, or at least be able to pay my bills with comedy. Sure. I don't have any delusions of like being the next Seinfeld on a show or like tearing up like you know Comedy Central or something. But I think I could get to the point where I'm funny enough where I can be on the road. I can make a
2: living at it. Yeah. That's where I like to get to. To be honest, and what? How's your family about it?
0: Oh yeah, they're super supportive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, girls my age aren't, but my family. <laughs> There's no girl that wants to date a 36 year old comedian who's chasing a pipe dream. But it's no, my mom. My mom was an artist, so my we're all kind of like familiar with that. Creative stuff. and yeah.
2: yeah, express yourself that way. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. And uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, so your progress up here. You you love it so much. You just like you said, start opening rooms for yourself.
0: Well, that's it was, it was a way for for to, to get sta- yeah, it was a way to get stage time. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Well, they always said that to us too. You know, you you know, the only time they guarantee stage time is uh, produce your own show. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Sean he's, he's produced a bunch of shows. He's got the Wings Comedy, uh, the open mic every Tuesday night. You guys do it once a month there too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, but our shows aren't are, aren't even close to being as successful as his. Don't yeah. they're, they're fun? They're it's, fun. It's, it's yeah, but but his shows eight, are, eight, eight his people in a successful, and uh, and that's just a tribute to him. Well, you know, it,
2: it, but it's a—it's also a way of giving back, yeah. and networking. Obviously, there's a selfish well, reason. For I never it.
0: understood open micers that wanted to like I'm gonna go record an hour. Why, man? Oh yeah. Why are you trying to go from open micer to headliner? Why don't you start a room and learn how to be a host? Right. You, you know, where, you know, what be getting a good host. Gets you into it. Gets you into comedy clubs faster. You can get on no, shows. And then maybe get a good fifteen minute spot and feature here. They're open, yeah. And
2: not a lot of people can host. We know this, you know. Like you, you, have your, you have your set, and then you have to incorporate, uh, incorporate your set as a social. And light, you, basically. you have to
0: learn as a host. It's not always about you. It's about bringing the energy up. It's about setting up the next comic for never success. Make
2: it a, yeah, and never make it about you.
0: And then yeah. you, you'll meet these guys. Like I like to call them the host liners. Where like the host <laughs> is doing ninety minutes on a show, and it's oh, like, and they're
2: doing ten minutes in between. Yeah,
0: they just bring in comedies and the other comedians do, for a
2: break. And, <laughs> and then they do like fifteen after the show, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh my god, no, no, this is not how that. Works works
0: so when yeah. you're when
1: you're hosting a show and uh the comic you do your time uh you bring out one comic this comic eats a complete dick
0: then you got to okay. bring up the energy again okay. i can't i can't just be like, you guys ready for your next comic everybody go to the stage Blah. no you gotta you, you know you, you i try to reset the room a little i try to get the energy back up i'll do i actually have uh one minute 30 second two minute bits for hosting just in case somebody right shits the bed a little or they crash it hard or they don't do well because you you want to keep the energy building to the head and and that's the other thing when you run a room you learn how to set a lineup you understand the the flow of a room right you understand why the middle spot's better for some people than other people you like especially if if you don't want to put a super low energy comic after a high energy comic guy because it's you know you got to match the energy of where the room is so the
2: the crowd's ready for them well since me and Roy started our room you're totally right i never really had to deal with that Mm-hmm. You know, the lineup and, you know, not that, no one sucks on a show, but there is a flow. There is definitely a flow show. You know, the show. there's a shuffle, you know, and the, we've had a couple of shows where me and Roy adjusted uh, the lineup like uh, two minutes before the show starts. Well, but, you know, you want
0: to build, I hate to word crescendo or climax, but you want to build it up. You kind of do, of but
2: you also got the personality, you got their mm-hmm. set, you know, and you got to be familiar with them, you know, so it's been fun and challenging at there the There are time. some
0: comics that are amazing openers. <laughs> yeah. I'll let them do f- 20 minutes up front, but they, they just do such a good job starting the room off and bringing it up to where the rest of the crowd can flow.
2: Oh, yeah, and yeah, a good opener will bulletproof the room for the mm-hmm. whole show. Yeah, they're, absolutely. They're just, uh, they set the tone and, like, we're, we're, we're here for the whole ride. You know, we'll buckle up all the way through the headliner. Yeah, you will. Uh, Eric Escobar is one. We had him uh, open up. And he's just so unique and one-linered, it was perfect for the crowd, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, he just ate it up, just ate it up. So, yeah, you got to pick him up. Oh, we're it, reading. I don't know you you pointed at my phone. Well, I
0: thought you were getting, I thought you were getting a message I'm like, what's Royce saying now?
2: <laughs> Roy saying go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, he's still in jail last time. Nice, perfect. I think he used his one phone call. Yeah. One phone yeah. call yeah.
0: for here. Yeah. Well at least he gets a baloney sandwich tonight, right? Yeah, he does. I spent time in jail this year.
2: This year? Yeah. Got, I got no.
0: arrested for uh, alleged drunk driving. <clears throat>
2: Alleged. Someone they well, assumed you did. No,
0: I, I ended up with a wet reckless. I, I got a .07. Yeah, but I did hard time, man. How many do? hours? Thirty five minutes in the bridge. <laughs> nice. Thirty five minutes. Hey, twenty two minutes without my shoes. They put them on a cubby so I could see them. Wow. I, a, wow. I did were over. You, were you in the holding tank by yourself? I did have the cell to my. Yeah, I had the whole cell to myself. Really? Yeah, <laughs> okay. it was nice. I so, spent a, I my jailer. His name was Brett. He was a very lovely guy.
2: I spent a night in West Valley about 20 years ago. I got picked up for a warrant. and the, the warrant was for no insurance on my car. And I sold the car, so I figured they kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. Now, some bitch threw me in jail. So I got oh, booked, booked in Upland, got transported to West Valley over here, spent the night in the, the drunk tank after they uh, printed me and everything, no shoes. And uh, so all these guys were coming through. And one guy stopped and looked at me. He goes, you're Jim, right? And I'm like, trying not to be a bitch, but I was. Yeah. And he goes, uh, you're Paul and Steve's brother, aren't you? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing in here? It's like, okay, I know somebody. So this guy had my back. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I, well, since we're telling jail stories, uh, I was in for about uh, seven hours, I think. Seven, yeah. Uh, 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 I went, through, except for me, I went to the court um, and uh, I had a warrant and I went to the court and I'm like, you know what? I'll just go ask for more time. Right. And I went to court, and I was like, "Yo, you know," she said. Hey. Her name was Becky Dugan, and I'll never forget her name because she said, uh, "Do you have the money to pay?" And I said, "No, I don't. Uh, I'd like to get an extension." And this was the '80s, man. So I was—I wore argyle like all the time. I had an right. argyle sweater uh with a shirt underneath and you it. can talk to the judge and i back had then. hold uh, on a second you dress like carlton and you're giving me shit All right. dude no but i have knuckles okay so i was dressed like <laughs> well, yeah, carlton it looks but like you've been dragging them on the ground for but i years, but man. i hadn't but they're still there dude like
3: they're still defined they're there
1: like like people know Like he's got knuckles not him you know what i mean so anyway soft hands so i was uh i was there i was in my argyle sweater uh matching argyle socks and uh, she goes, no, uh, you're going to jail. So they they put me in a jury booth. And uh, she says, hey, um, uh, I'll give you an opportunity after the close of court. This is traffic court to call somebody, get somebody down here with money. So uh, court was over. Then she goes, OK, you got 10 minutes to get somebody down here. Well. Who can get anywhere at 5 o'clock in the afternoon in 10 minutes? Nowhere. So exactly. So wow. I called. She goes, well, you know, 10 minutes is up. So they, they, they chain ganged us. So we had to walk across ah. the street in a chain gang, like me, and two other guys, like handcuffed together. We walked across the street into the jail, and I'm shaking like a leaf, man. And uh, then I'm thinking, okay, maybe, you know, they're just going to keep me in a holding cell, let me go. No, they, they gave me a jumpsuit wow so yeah it was jumpsuit full and, on the uh, whole experience full on dude i had to go in and uh they put me in a room did you with, get deloused with three other guys <laughs> uh i had to shower and they put me in a, in, a, in a jumpsuit in a room with three other guys for a window tent ticket that was total cost 180 dollars. they were going to hold me for four days i was like you know i'm going to lose my job right Jesus. they're like well you know you should have paid that ticket so uh luckily my dad came down and and, and bailed me and, and paid my fine but they helped me till like one o'clock in the morning and then they called my name over the speaker uh and they say williams so i go down go downstairs thinking okay it's time for me to go right you know and i go downstairs and they're like where's your towel i'm like it's up there in a the room because you ain't going nowhere without your towel so I went back upstairs, and then I committed my first crime because I stole somebody else's towel. <laughs> so it was, I committed so actually, a real crime. Yeah, yeah. actually yeah. had to, go to jail. makes you a criminal. Yeah,
2: he actually yeah had to go exactly. To jail. exactly. He, he had to go to jail to be a criminal.
1: That's what they taught me, man. So you know, what are you going to do? That's
0: yeah. that's he's that's, been that's, stealing towels yeah, ever since. Because right. huh?
2: in the '80s, you can actually still talk to the judge in, in traffic court. Today, you can't. You know, you uh, plead with a um, uh, guilty with an explanation. You could do that back in the day. You can't do that now. But It's locked your ass up. Damn. They
1: did, dude. They made us walk across the street. Like, all, like, we had to go probably, like, 300 yards, but it was out in the open, all chain gang together. It could it be was, the hallway. I would be
2: was, just embarrassed. Yeah, but, like,
0: yeah. you kind of deserved it, though, right? No, I didn't. Well, like, you were making fun of my docals.
2: Win- so,
0: like, you kind of deserved No, so, I didn't know you that. then. And it's, a win-
2: <laughs> and it's a window tent.
0: That, it is that's window tent that's a window tent ticket dude reverse butterfly you.
1: effect man. and the thing is i <laughs> i had taken it i had taken the tent off you know i had taken the tent off so you
2: just you, you just didn't go get the write-off on it right
1: i got the write-off but i never but there's an additional fine oh i never gotcha. paid the additional fine Jeez. so this becky dugan chick was like Becky uh, Dugan. T- Beck, dugan. I, I will never forget her name
2: now was that out here yeah, yeah, was in Riverside. Riverside. It was in Riverside. Oh,
1: yeah. Damn, and there they don't. You have to claim a gang, like they You have to claim. Like, what if did you claim? You're, if you're, I, I kept going, she goes. She goes. Uh, the, the the sheriff was like checking me, and she goes, "Come on, I'm from the streets, she goes, man." She goes, "Come on, I'm you're, part of the Argyle." You're 25.
2: <laughs> the Riverside Argyle. I was
1: I was 22. She goes, "Oh, you're 22 years old. You live in Moreno Valley. What gang are you in?" I was like, "I'm not." She goes, "What are you? Are you a Crip or Blood?" I was like, I'm 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 not. And we just went round and round. Wow. So she goes, finally, she said, pick one. <laughs> what did you pick? I picked, you look uh, better in blue. You I, went crips, didn't yeah, you? I did. <laughs> I did only because like I I I, I never used the word blood. Mm-hmm. So I figured if I was gonna if I would have got in that one and I slipped up and said, because, you know what I mean, <laughs> then I'm gonna get beat up. So I was like I'm never gonna. So yeah, they put me in that room and and I was in there and when I went into the to the little module before yeah. you go into your cell, they were they were watching Psycho. Jesus. And they were yeah that was on the television. on the screen yeah. Yeah, it was on the screen, on the in the little module thing. You got fully psychos.
2: engulfed in the experience right there. Scared oh, straight all the way to the booking, yeah, all dude, the way. It in. was
1: it was ridiculous. It was, it was came out one o'clock in the morning, and I had a ticket <laughs> on my car. I, I
2: oh, from being arrested, right? Yeah. No,
1: well, because I was parked in like a two-hour yeah. parking space, so I came out with a ticket. So I stayed there like all night long and waited. and, and paid, paid that in the morning. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> to this day, I will never. I haven't gotten a ticket since, but I will never go to court without a checkbook. I don't care whether I got any money or not. I will never go without a checkbook. Yeah, yours and is say, the... hey, your fine is $54,000. Can you pay? Yep. Here you go. Check.
2: Yours is the first story I heard about that, an immediate arrest like that and taken in. Yeah. Just immediate.
1: Well, I mean, it was. It had turned into a bench warrant.
2: Well, it turned into, but, you know, you showing up. Asking for the extension and then just taking you all the way through for the uh, night.
1: Becky Dugan.
2: That Becky Dugan bitch. If
1: you're listening right now, you, you <laughs> whack whore, I don't care if you're still a
0: judge. I'll Fuck see you. And wh- we got a call coming in.
2: <laughs> yeah. Actually,
0: hold on a second. We she's gotta, at the door here. Get out of here, Becky Dugan. We gotta she's gotta probably Dugan. Becky Dugan, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. She probably died years ago. <laughs> she's
1: I hope so. I literally I I hope so. so. Yeah. I hope that's I, I want to find out where her grave is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude <laughs> Alright, already, we're already into our second break, man Second break time, man Second break, we're about wrapping this thing up, man We're doing good, you guys are doing good You're very radio-friendly, very, really friendly Nice Yes. Yeah. Alright, uh, it's Roy Jimmy thing on chaoticradio.com We're going to be back and uh, finish up with Matt Cole dancing You see him? You see him moving, right? Hashtag, hashtag, fuck, bucky duke hashtag yeah. fuck Becky Dukin, everybody Hashtag fuck Becky get Gotta get some video in here God damn. Alright, we'll be back after this. Like the instrument we'll play right there. Drop the beat. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, man, you were right on that. Drop the beat. And <laughs> yeah, we're back with the Roy Jimmy thing here on ChaoticRadio.com. We have our uh, this is our last half, our last half hour, our last twenty minutes already. So this already will be our, our, our last third. This is this is the headliner spot right the here. The Headliner spot. This All is right. the headliner spot right here. Thanks for hanging in here. We have a uh, comedian Matt Cole in here, and my co-host for the night Sean Williams. Yeah, hey, yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, hey Sean. It.
2: We got uh, we got some good background on you. You did. We got the roots. Of Matt <laughs> we Cole got some here. of the roots, yeah. Matt Cole here, and so let me ask you this here: um, What is one of your favorite times doing uh, stand up? Stand up comedy. Uh, one, one of my one, absolute one of them favorite that sticks in your head. It makes you keep doing it.
0: I don't know, man. There's there's been a lot of them. Um, recently, my favorite time doing stand up comedy. It wasn't even the show. It was after the show the next day. We were in Fresno, which,
2: oh, Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> I think by law, that's how you have to say Fresno. Yeah, just, oh, Fresno.
0: And we were just out and about, and we went to get this ch- Chinese food, and it was garbage Chinese food. Yeah. But there was, like, a ton of it. Uh-huh. The comic with, with like, he's all third world, so he wanted to take his home, and I'm, like, I'm throwing the shit away. Third world? Yeah. I'm like, I'm throwing <laughs> the shit away. I'm, like, I'm not trying to find, I'm, like, I'm not going to feed the children this. They're not going to be happy with it. And on the way home, uh, driving back to where we were staying, he like he nudges me, he's like, dude, pull the car over. I'm like, I think he has to throw up, I don't know what's going on. And he rolls down the window, and he motions for this dude to come over, and he's like, Hey man, hey, you look hungry. Do you want the rest of this food? And I was like, Fuck no, son, I don't want that and he just takes off walking and, and uh Andres was sitting there and he just you could see like his he just got deflated as a person. Right. He was looking at the food for like thirty seconds and he's just like in his mind, he could have comprehend what happened and he looked over at me and he goes, Was that guy homeless? <laughs> I was like, no, dude, he's just black in Fresno. It's not... (laughs) Oh, shit. It's not... Wow. You just just go up to random people on the The, street corner, man. The the assumption there. No, man, I'm going Uh, home. My favorite show I ever did was my first time doing the Ontario Improv. Uh, I think it was actually an Andrew Steele show. And it's the first time that I, I had a joke hit so hard that people were physically moving out of their seats, yeah, like jumping around, and, and then that's when I realized, okay, you can do this, Yeah, you can do this stuff, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as far as that goes, but you know, there's when it, you're gonna bomb. You there's times you feel like the worst comedian in the world. I mean, what it was happens your all the time. what was your, wor- your each shit moment? <sighs> this, this week, last week, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my my second time doing comedy ever was the day the Connecticut shooting, Sandy Hook. And I was going to be the smart comedian that came up with those jokes. And that's, oh, shit. So that's the day I walked 24 people out of the room. Other than that, the worst time I ever bombed like really, really bad was a VFW down in Chula Vista. And we were doing two shows. There was the 5 o'clock spaghetti dinner show that had all the old people came out. Right. That went swimmingly. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go dirty. The next one, I, I was I had to do 30 minutes, and it was crickets the whole time. Peaches? Yeah, Peaches, man. She's great, dude. Peaches or Pebbles? I always forget her name, dude. Peaches, Peaches or Pebbles? Yeah. I did that show.
2: <laughs> yeah, like dude, it's, it's, it's
0: a fun little spot, man. And, uh, and it was just crickets. And I was just like, man, I I, I want to tell you guys. Uh, it was one of those Hacking materials I'm like, well, guys, I, I don't know. You guys want to pick another joke at this point? And the guy's are like, how about you just try a funny one? I'm like, oh, oh shit, here wow. we go,
2: dude. Volley back to well
0: that's why because when he was mentioning he was doing it, like VFT like it depends on the military crowd because some things they'll go off on some things will completely turn the room right so like like there's certain words like like if you say something about guns versus that or whatever it is you trigger it I tried doing crowd work off the bat because I didn't have 30 minutes at the time <laughs> <laughs> and I just I lost him so bad oh man I
1: I I did that room once and uh it's it's a fun room. it's fun it's a fun
0: room, but and then like the the old ladies will put like dollars in your pockets and stuff, like and tip you. Like you feel like a complete whore, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's,
3: <laughs>
1: it's, it's a lot of fun. It's <laughs> a lot of fun, dude. It is, uh, and and uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a
0: cool room. I want to do it again. I'll have to reach. Did you out do both the pieces. early and the late show? No, at that time they only had one show. That's oh, the, the early show was it was five dollars. It was all, all like dude, like dude, straight up like the the like. The zombie elderly people, yeah, like people that actually fought in like the wars, <laughs> like, the, like the actual wars, <laughs> yeah, like, not the ones nowadays. Like, like yeah, they were like there. You have to specify
1: Vietnam because most of them are <laughs> WW two, yeah, wow. exactly. But yeah. it was it, it's it's a cool room. You you should hit, hit peaches. I'm Although hit the
0: her. the cutest thing that ever happened, all right, the coolest thing that happened was actually at that spot. It was the first show. The the he was uh, a Holocaust survivor. He was 93 years old. His wife was a Holocaust survivor. She passed away. She was 91 that year. And the whole time, like like I'm talking, to him, like, "Oh, did you guys? They were both like in concentration camps. I'm like, did you meet in a concentration camp?" I'm just no. I met her years later here in the states. I'm like, "Oh, did you meet?" a goes, "Easiest number I ever got. I just had to roll up her sleeve." And I was like, "That is the funniest thing I've ever Damn. heard in my life, man." Damn. Wow. <laughs> Dude, they, they, the older generation—they're hardcore hilarious. Yeah, true. They get to it. Yeah. They, yeah. They, there's no beating around the bush. That was hilarious.
2: Rolled up her sleeve. Yeah, because of the tattoo. Yeah, okay. I know, I'm just still right. That's my disbelief. That's your just, right there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> Let me repeat it a couple times. Yeah.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> I but mean, if you're a Holocaust survivor, you might as well make a Holocaust joke, you know. Who's your
1: who's your favorite comic? Oh. Or, or your top three?
0: Not, and, and don't go. Are like, you like dead comics or comics that are still alive? No. White comics, black comics? Blue, no, it's. Uh, right now, uh, Tom Segura is one of my absolute favorite comics out there. Big J. Oakerson, because I just named two fat white guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like my bad, Bill Burr. I like his honesty, but like, uh, I don't know, man. There's it, it changes every week. Like uh, last two weeks ago, I would have told you Doug Stanhope because of his special, and I watched Robert Kelly's new special, which was amazing. Oh, Kelly's like, great, dude. Yeah. That, that new special that's on Netflix that he came yeah. out with. I forgot what it's called. Just. 10 minutes of rapid fire comedy, man.
2: That's the one that he's in that real cellar. Yeah, small he's in the cellar. Too. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: perfect. And that's to me, that's. I like those. I, I like how they're going back and doing specials in actual clubs like that. Yeah. Because to me, that's more of the legit feel of comedy. It's not supposed to be a 5,500 theater, you know, sold out where everybody's facing one direction right. and there's multiple camera angles swinging around. It's like, all right, I get that you can do that, which is cool. Like, if you could pack out Madison Square Garden, you might as well pack it out. Yeah. But to me, it's. Is that really where comedy is best? They say no, no, com- no, no. Stadium comedy, no. no. Who's the funniest that you've seen live? Ugh, Eric Myers is a freaking be Brett Ernst. Brett Ernst, Dude, I've never seen a comic kill that hard live before. He murdered the room. What room? Uh, the It was at the original room at the comedy store. It's That's not an easy room to murder anyways. Yeah. He just ripped that thing in half. Um, Steve Simone, I also saw him have a really good set there lately too. He's a, another great comedian. Uh, one of my favorite comedians actually is Steve Simone too. He's got a great storytelling I like storytellers, man. Man, me yeah. too. Well, I don't know. Like Frazier Smith is still killing it with one-liners, but like it has to be somebody that age doing one-liners, right? Oh yeah, and be good
2: at it. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he's got the he's telling the same ones for like ten years. Yeah, it's like a machine gun. Every comedy. time he shows up, I laugh my ass off. Yeah. Every time he's just got the style, the persona for it. These yeah. are the jokes,
1: folks. These, These are, are the jokes. jokes. I did
2: that um, first uh, show. I did a uh, Rudy show when he was he had the, the weekly over at the ice house. Rudy finally put me up. He says, "Yeah, come on out." So I, I got to do. I got to do that show, but Frazier did five in front of me. Mm-hmm. And he, that's he's doing his shtick. These are the jokes people. So I go up. My first joke just doesn't land. doesn't land. It's quiet. And first thing I did was I go, these are the jokes people. Did the whole move. The crowd giggled, but I can hear Rudy and Frazier in the back just roaring. And the <laughs> crowd went with them, and then I had them from after that. And just uh, He didn't get after. pissed
0: that you took a little bit of his shtick off there? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. he, he knew what I was doing. Okay. Yeah, he knew what I
2: was doing. It, it fell flat, and I just, these are jokes people. And, and it brought it back. But Frazier's one of those funny guys every time. Every time.
0: No, dude, I'm going back in my head. That, dude, that, that Beer Hall Putsch special Doug Stanhope put out was probably the best special I had seen in 10 years. Nice. Stanhope's, yeah. Yeah, he does a bit about how he helped his mom commit suicide, which is the darkest thing I've ever heard in my life, and it's an amazing bit. He just he just can take that stuff and go really well with it.
2: Well, he's the type of comic who can do it. You're, you're, yeah, you're not you're not shocked if you no. did it or I did it. You're like well, you're being. a Well, dick. And, and
0: that's the other thing too. Like you look at like so Louis C.K. drops end bombs in his sets, right? Yeah. But he's at that level of comedy where people understand and respect and know where he's coming from. I can't. Oh, well, first off, I look like this, so I can't do that. <laughs> but like, I'll never be able to get away. But like there's there's levels. Certain comics are way. Once you hit a certain level in comedy, I think you're allowed to get away with a lot more.
2: So I don't know. Well, you're, you're, yeah, you're allowed, I can say that, but then you also have the confidence in your story and your persona mm-hmm. that you come off as not that.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? You're, you're like just if, not, even if I have the confidence, I'm still going to get a blog written
2: about it at right. some point. You're, it's, you're, it's, it's, you're not saying the N-word like you're using the F-word for a crutch.
0: No, and yeah. I have no reason to use it. I don't want to use it, but I'm just saying like using that as an example, something that's like an extreme word that – most people, especially white comics, can't but use. But when they do
2: it, you're not offended, you're not shocked, you're going, yeah. He, no, exactly. You know, you know he's using mm-hmm. it for a good And he's point.
0: not using it, I mean, the word's shocking, but he's not using it for the shock value. No, absolutely.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not bigotry, it's not shocking, it's, mm-hmm. this is the story.
0: And people will listen to him for the content, versus most people, if they just hear the word, they the immediately word. shut down. And that's the
2: word. Oh, absolutely.
0: You know, like it's, you know, I talk about dating interracially on stage, and to this day, it's the only people that have problems with it are white people.
2: Oh, from hearing it, yeah,
0: yeah. It's I've never had anybody come up to me afterwards of any sort of minority or anybody. And I, usually, it's they're happy about it. They like the way I went about things. Like, how'd you know about that? Or you know, like they'll ask me stuff like that. Versus, you know, I'll get the you shouldn't say that stuff. Right. So like, I'm just I'm just so over the the white PCs. Do movies. you like when
2: you're when you're uh, doing a set? Mm-hmm. You're a part of a show. Do you like to follow a strong comic, or do you like to go up after a weak one?
0: Um, I like to get stage time. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, um, if I follow a weak well, you, comic, you do, enough, you
2: do enough shows though. You, 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 oh,
0: I love following strong beginning. comics. Uh, one of the better sets I've had recently. It's a show that's sadly no longer around. It was uh, in Santa Ana. I had to follow Sam Tripoli, Damn. and he just brought thunder. Yeah, and I've realized if you can just match that energy out the gate, I was able to have one of the better sets I've had in a long time, and just because I was able to match the energy around there. I like following good comedians because it makes me have to be better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if, if the guy in front of me bombs, that's fine. It's 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 just as hard to follow someone who bombs than it is to follow a good guy who had a great well, set. Cause well, that's what you learn. you as you, as you, as got, you got to figure out the energy.
2: Yeah, yeah you learn that as you go because, uh, like, a, a early days, first probably three years, you're going, God, I hope this guy sucks. I'm going to kill this room. I am going to just... I like being
0: the only white guy in the show a lot, too. Like, you know, because I can be all like, here's the ethnic portion of the show, guys. Like,
2: <laughs> but, yeah, you got a strong one in front of you. It just it, it helps you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt you. No, it doesn't hurt. No, not at all don't no, no. very good, very good.
0: Yeah. What about you, Sean?
2: Man, I, you know
1: what? It, it depends. For me, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes uh, if the if the crowd is rough, uh, sometimes following a person that bombs is kind of freeing. Because in my mind, I always think, well, I'm not going to be as bad as him. You know what I mean? Always or uh, you know lowers what I mean? So it's bit. like, no, it doesn't lower my bar, but it makes me think like I'm not. You know what I mean? It, it, it can't. I can't do any worse than that.
3: Okay. Oh, gotcha. You know,
1: but then sometimes. But he's right. When you follow somebody that's strong, and they absolutely murder, then in you're you're sitting back in your head, and you're like, okay, I gotta I gotta reorganize right a little bit, you know. But you know, you you sometimes you want to be that guy that no one expects, you know. And a lot of times, it, and I'm sure this has happened to Matt and and Jimmy, where you guys go on a show and. And it's your first time doing the show, and maybe you're on it with four people or three people that have never seen you before, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. and then you get that element of surprise because they don't know that you're you know you, you're starting to get really good, you know what I mean? They don't know that you're going to come in and you have that that set where you bring some heat, right? You know, and then they're sitting back going, whoa, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the like first time they
2: saw you and work like, with who you, who is this guy? You yeah. know.
0: Like, if I get the bullet spot, I always try to just make it so where the next guy has to really work it. Because that way it just keeps the show progressively better. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you know, if that first comic, whether it be someone else or you, you get that crowd early into it, mm-hmm. then you're like, wow, this is great. Because, you know, sometimes it takes a crowd to kind of, you know, one and a half comics, maybe two comics and a beer to get them into No, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if, like, you get that crowd going sober. And you carry them through all the way, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, with the whole lineup. That's just awesome, right there. I mean, that, that, you that's usually want a stronger show. comic up front. Yeah, that's um, a, that makes it an easy show all the way through. Yeah.
1: Well, have, have you ever had anybody, Matt, that you've uh, put on your show, and then they, when you tell them the order, they say, "Well, I normally had you <laughs> I uh,
0: I got those. Have you? I, got, I got guys. I got people that go. Well, I need the middle spot." I have people that ref- like they'll because I I like to give out that information ahead of time. Oh, I'm sorry. Who are we talking about right now? No, he's.
1: I, I, had, I just realized Jimmy's laughing.
0: He's like you, dick. I'm like oh, sh-. I,
1: I've had a gentleman that that we asked to be on the show, and he wrote back. Well,
0: I can do it, but I normally had life. Just what? You're oh doing. yeah, yeah. I had people big timing all the time. I had a guy uh, say he big won't, time you. That, that yeah, it's called for big that. timing. Yeah, I had a dude who wouldn't come out for uh, under five hundred dollars, and I'm like, whoa. But you realize, like, I'm getting people like legit credits that have been on TV. I have guys that have done like every late night show, been at Comedy Central a bunch of times, and they're coming out for this. And you, I'm like, whatever, man.
2: They're doing it for gas I, money. Yeah, yeah. I do know he
0: said he somebody
1: tell him, you know what, we can't put two black guys back to back. No, that's that. Yeah, he he
0: refused to to have two black comedians back to back. Who did? Who who refused it?
2: He's he's a, you know, I mean, he's I mean, the Inland Empire comedian of the year days. three years was running. Was it a producer? Was it the the club? It was owner?
0: it was it was it was a, it was a, it was a, a comedian booked to be a headliner yeah. who didn't want to do the headliner spot because he got another spot later. Yeah. So he wanted to go up in the middle, but the guy he brought with him was another black comedian. I was just going to put them together so they could oh, roll. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But you never put two black comedians back to back, is what he told me. Oh shit! It made a made like a stink about it.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, so you know, so
0: you basically you know, grabbed the lineup and tried to redo the lineup in front of me. Like this guy goes here, this guy goes there. Blah, Jesus,
2: blah, blah. that's heady as fuck. Mm-hmm, yeah. God damn, god damn. Yeah, yeah.
0: so it's
1: it's it, it's it's funny because you get those demands, but I, you know, I've you've run a lot more shows. You've done like what is the weirdest thing somebody said? I'm not, not taking away the five
0: hundred dollars. The segment. weirdest thing something's done on the stage I've run, or something that they said, both. Yeah, we'll go both. Okay, so I've had to follow this girl. She does mainly alt-room comedy. If you guys aren't mainly – just think of, like, uh, the liberal echo chamber or the progressives all go to one room. That's kind of what alt comedy's turned into. It's no longer jokes. It's more statements. Mm -hmm. And I was on a show with this girl, and I didn't realize the kind of room it was, and she did really well, so I put her on my show. And her closer was a three-minute act out to the glass ceiling for women, which got crickets – (laughs) <laughs> she got so pissed off that she wasn't getting... She goes, fine, fuck it. And she decided... I gave her the light. She ran the light by three minutes so she could literally fuck the stool on stage. Not just hump it, but like put it in multiple positions for two minutes to try to get a response out of the room and then just got off stage and left. Jesus. Wow. So that 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 happened. <laughs> wow. So that's a thing. Um, and what was the other question? Someone that was said to me that was... Oh.
2: A demand or... I,
0: I'll do... Uh, you want me to drop names? I'll drop names. No, you don't have to. Okay, anyways, this is a female comedian who... Uh, She was headlining the room, and she wouldn't just let me do a credit or two. Oh, God. You can drop her name. uh, She ain't listening. (laughs) Uh, She literally gave me a piece of paper with three three paragraphs. She wanted me to read it word for word for her intro. So I'm like, at the time, I was still kind of newer to hosting. This is like the third or fourth show I ever ran. Right. And I did that, but then purposely I fucked up her last name. Just to, I knew it would piss her up. <sighs> so she came in, and, and then that's all she could like talk about for five minutes is how I fucked up her last name. I know her. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, you okay. definitely. Yeah, wrong. you should be able to guess her, like really. I
2: got a, I got a hunch.
0: She used she she uh I'll give you I'll give you the credits. Um she got washed out on wipeout. She she won a comedy competition out of a hundred a thousand comedians in Orange County, and she currently runs a public access show in, 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 in West that Hollywood
2: oh yeah the shit. tap house oh god i know i know you're talking yep. about yep okay so
0: yeah got it those credits haven't changed since i started comedy by the way <laughs> <laughs> <You gotta laughs> but but, but like but like reading the bio is what she should, and i'm like i'm like i can't do this She goes, i need you to do the whole thing uh, and it's going to lead up to a great joke i open up with a great joke if you just read the whole thing yeah and it was not a great joke well the
2: more i'm hosting especially with our show um the, the the lead in the credits is you, you figure it's it's so much bullshit it is bullshit because it's like you know tell I, I'll tell you things I'll, that will work yeah I'll tell you things that'll work no yeah, no th-
0: things that work go. right off the bat if they've ever performed for the troops or going overseas the crowd loves, loves to hear that, that shit absolutely um, if they, it's they've done something that they've heard of so this guy's been on Leno or blah or blah blah, blah. That'll get them going. Right. But if you do a comedy festival, if you plug a web series, if they want you to plug their pop nobody gives a shit about any of that. And my favorite one is like, oh, so I was on, um, just, dude, just tell them Comic View. I'm like, nobody knows what the fuck that is, Comic man. View? <laughs> <laughs> I was on dude, I, dude, I'm on Comedy Time on YouTube. I'm like, that's come. what are you doing here, man? <laughs> I was on Kevin and Bean for 30 seconds, but I don't use that as a credit.
2: That's true. <laughs> hey. That's true. Or the, the people who... Uh, who opened for somebody when you didn't open. You Oh, uh, that's that's same. a big issue, yeah. You're on the um, same stage. Yeah, you were twenty you're, comics deep, deep. Yeah, you or, shared the stage. or you
0: produced the show and put him on the show, but you said you opened for him. There's a lot of guys like that. There's a lot yeah. of guys. There's a the guys that also claim other people's credits as their there's, there's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I don't yeah.
1: you know what and and really and nobody, people nobody,
0: ask all the time, like, what do you want to be brought? You know, what should I say? Just say whatever. I'd say Bernie yeah. Mackett, coming to the stage. Yeah, that's because that's that's all he ever wanted, just coming to the stage.
2: Yeah, you know, especially people I know. A good friend of mine, we've been doing comedy a long time, all over the place. hands together, very funny guy. And just get it going. Mm-hmm. Just get him out there. And, and or
0: I'm like, this guy's been here. He's a favorite. Or it's his first time here. Guys, make some noise. You're gonna love this comic coming to the stage. And the other thing I try not to do is, that, especially if it's a girl comic, I try not to make it sleazy. I hate those no, guys. You, like, yeah, yeah. we got a sexy girl coming into the stage. Right. Exactly. She's got titties. <laughs> it's like <the laughs> it's
2: one
3: pussy on the show.
2: Yeah. You know, the only get it, ready for those period jokes. Yeah. It's the only like, credit I'll give somebody as far as bringing them up is mm-hmm. the headliner. The, yeah, the mm-hmm. worthwhile heads are coming. come out like Taylor this weekend I'll do Jody some, Miller
0: some, I'll I'll always ask some people like to get brought up to stuff which is fine they, yeah. you, you earn the credit but if I got if I got a you know it's some fucking wackadoo comic festival
2: if it's me yeah I, there's really what am i going to tell you to bring me up to yeah
0: i mean it's some credits are cool for other comics like l- laughs on fox i don't like like unless you're hosting it like taylor i, I don't think that's even a credit that a lot of people use anymore well, i think it's you know if if somebody's it been somebody's been on television yeah, i'll give them no, it helps get you booked some bookers are only want guys that have been on tv before, but that, so. that
2: kind of thing sometimes that, that that little thing will validate the crowd that you're bringing them a good a good comic mm-hmm. too you know oh he's been on tv I don't okay think,
1: you know the gudge anybody that wants that said yeah but you know but
0: then people get crazy with well, it well so, like the guy recently he just had a set the week before on conan o'brien I'm like I'm going to use that credit you just saw my conan give him up for cuz people recognize it it's conan legit as hell yeah yeah people will recognize oh all right listen listen to this guy Absolutely, but, but then you still you still have
1: to prove on the stage. You have to prove on no, the I mean, stage. You still got to prove when you could say, you know, this guy's been on this, this guy's been on that. But
0: well, my uh, I, I, I won't say the name of the comic, but one of my favorite credits. He goes, I used to open up for Wu Tang. I'm like, all right, I'm definitely using that as a credit. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is the whitest crowd in the fucking O.C. right now. Yeah, I'm drinking out the. Wu-Tang. Yeah, that'll,
2: that'll open her eyes a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Wu Tang. <laughs> I saw that on Instagram, Wu-Tang. That, yeah.
0: That's what the astronaut's at. <laughs> no, no. Is that a restaurant or? A spicy taste. Ch- yeah. <laughs> they got the <laughs> orange chicken, right? <laughs> the yeah.
2: yeah. Well, look, guys, we're about ready to wrap this thing up. Two hours. Jesus done like that.
0: so So fast.
2: So thanks for coming in, man. But I got one thing for you. Yes. It's a new thing since you've been here. Nice. We do this with all our guests. We call it the Roy and Jimmy thing, Great Eight Quiz. Okay it's a series of eight questions Uh there's no right or wrong answer Uh yes or no whatever you want to answer to you will not be judged on it i won't be judged you you want to be yes okay sean you'll be in charge of judging look
0: at my fucking knuckles again dude
2: (laughs) just (laughs) alone from that that should be question number one what the hell happened to your knuckles Knuckles. no nice simple question and stuff so are you ready i'm ready all right question number one you like kimmel or fallon oh dude kimmel kimmel okay Number two, what is your chill music? What do you go to? What do you relax to?
0: Oh, this is going to be really sad. Uh, either Slipknot or Dave Matthews Band, depending on my mood. Some Dave rain. Matthews, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: okay, okay. Very nice. Uh, Sean mentioned this earlier. I'm going to ask you uh, comic inspiration. Uh, when Currently? before you did it, right now? No, before you did it. What got you? You you saw or listened to this one and just said, "I can do this shit. I want to do it." Dave Attell. Dave Attell. Okay, very good. Uh, number four, your go to comedy movie.
0: Go-to comedy you movie can name, has to, You can name two if you two. want. Uh, Caddyshack. Classic. Definitely a classic. And go-to comedy movie, Dazed and Confused. Oh. That's the one that brings you out of a stupor? No, Dazed and Confused just is makes hilarious, you laugh. man. Okay. I just... I, oh, we played so many I'm talking dreams. about mood
1: changes. For for that one? No, mood changes. Like, your comedy movie. like, when you're down in the dumps, you can watch that, and it will always make you laugh and bring you up.
0: All right. So, there's the one that... Uh, all right. Um... Fuck it. No, that's it. That's okay. Days of Confuses cool. is a no one
2: one. okay one. Caddyshack is another killer one. Absolutely. When you need a laugh, put mm-hmm. it on. You're good. Uh, number five. What's the last thing that pissed you off, major or minor today? Major or
0: minor today that pissed me off. What pissed
2: you off, irked you, got just, under your skin.
0: Just pe- people on... Uh, I, I, work, I do a social media stuff for work, so this lady on Facebook...
2: So human. A human. Yeah, a human being pissed me off that's today. A, that's a that's a great answer. Humans suck. Yeah, humans suck. All right, number six, your pizza leftovers, cold or warmed cold, up. Cold, son. Wakes up and grabs it. Just dude, cold pizza?
0: Are you kidding?
2: Me? Oh, I know. That's my that's my but we the the answers we've gotten. Oh, okay. Some people take time and do the cuisine thing on it. Yeah. Co- dude, cold pizza.
0: Actually the perfect that's like the pre- the cold pizza and a bloody Mary in the morning, are you Oh
2: dude, right there. Damn. He's you a got, real man. He got some breakfast right <laughs> He's there. He's a real man. God damn. Number seven, your favorite cuss word. My favorite, my favorite cuss word to this day will always be bastard. Bastard? Mm-hmm. Seldom used. Very nice. Rich like, Eitner's uh, was like, dick. Dick. Okay. Dick. He, goes, he goes, I'm just going to go with dick. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be mean enough to pull that clip and just say, I'm just going to go with Dick.
0: Bastard. Like, Hashtag Jimmy goes
2: like with Dick. Like that sentence like, that bastard has no knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of your go-tos. <laughs> you call the, what do you call Carlos? Your Colombian bastard? <laughs> I love that one. No, to be
0: bastard it's just hilarious.
2: Exactly, and it's old school. Mm-hmm. It, it, it covers. it goes, it, it carries through. All right, last question. Number eight. What is your best impression? Everyone does one. Now, it doesn't have to be a famous person, but everyone has an impression. Everybody has an impression. Everyone has now. one. What is yours, Matt Cole, your best impression?
0: I used to do accents, but for every time I do an accent, it, it, all, it always sounds like angry Russian Indian guy. <laughs> it's the and, worst.
2: Uh, for example?
0: For, oh, for example. Oh, shit.
2: Frame this thing up. What do we got?
0: Oh, It's going to sound racist as shit, though, when I do it. Uh, so, okay, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> sure about just okay. it. just Jake's <laughs> So I used to mimic my, my – I, I work in tech support, so it was always Indian dudes, and uh-huh. uh, I'd always ask him. Uh, my, my buddy's name was Nick. But his real name was Jess Spinder, And I was like, Nick, today in school, my friend, I-, I want you to pick your American name. He's like, oh, thank you very much. I would like – my name is Jess Spinder, but today I'm American. I will be Nick. So it's – so it goes like – it goes a little Russian, a little Indian, and totally racist. So that that's my voice. <laughs>
2: totally I love racist. it. I love it. No, it's that. a good yes. mashup. I liked it. Not racist. Just
0: no, not racist. I don't know. they not I don't know what is racist anymore because every time I say something, everybody's like, "You fucking racist, dude." Well, these days, yeah. But, yeah Matt was gonna do. I mean, he, he, he was, went
2: through. He went through Memphis. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where you got a pass. He had a show. Yeah, you I got mean, the pass on that one for me.
0: I've, the, the bar that he was doing.
2: On I've Wednesdays. been to the
0: <laughs> Civil Rights Museum in Memphis where Martin Luther King was assassinated on the balcony of that motel. I saw where he was shot.
1: See now he sounds like Forrest Gump talking about where you know.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Forrest Gump, I don't know if anybody's realized about that movie. That movie is about a crack whore who rapes a retarded guy. Yes. go back and watch it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can break it down like that.
0: And then the pussy was so good, he ran for two and a half years. And then does he die of AIDS? Is that why he remade Philadelphia? Is that why Tom Hanks made Philadelphia? So it's the it's the sequel. Is that what it is?
2: Well, you you can also say it by the time you ain't got no legs Lieutenant Diane. By uh, the time he got there, he killed that shit.
1: Yeah right,
2: boom. Yeah, there it is.
1: You know the Wednesday show that he was doing. Yeah, he's a little racist, but I like him. You know, Wednesday show. show, We had a long discussion on the name of it because he was going to call it White Wednesdays. For no, real?
2: I was not going to call.
1: it White shot. We talked uh, about that at the weekend. Me and
2: me and Matt locked
1: eyes about <laughs> you having a show called White Wednesdays because you no, know, there's all these black shows. I'm just going to call my show White Wednesdays. I was like, do it. It's <laughs> a
2: refried Tuesdays. Just White do it. Wednesday. Wednesdays. That's just do, it. Right. Just do it. Just do it. Throwing up the W. Yeah. Represent. <laughs> Rep- represent. Yeah. no. it is go to now. I was. I, I went through Memphis. I know That's this. Right. It's okay. I got a pass. I'm good. <laughs> All right, give everybody one more time your show coming up.
0: Uh, show coming up, everybody. Free tickets. coming on out to the Bray Improv. You're going to see me. You're going to see Sean Williams, Jen Murphy, Ralph Figueroa, James Ponce. That's October 12th at the October Bray 12. Improv. <laughs> Free tickets. Doors open at 7. Free Short- tickets. Show starts at 8 o'clock. Show
2: starts 8 o'clock. How can they get some tickets?
0: Uh, you can hit me up at all social media, at Matt Cole Comedy. Matt you can find me, my email address, Comedy at gmail.com. Matt hit up any of the comedians on the show. Hit up Roy. Hit up Jimmy. Especially hit up Roy, everybody. Yeah. Hit you up know, hit up Roy for free tickets to the Matt Cole show. And, and, <laughs> and Hit up
2: Roy and, and, and tell him how much we missed him today. Exactly,
1: we didn't miss him if today. If you if you type in, if you come to Bray Improv and you hashtag it with Matt has no knuckles, I will buy you a
0: beer.
2: Oh, there you go, everybody. Hashtag, limit no, 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 limit three. Damn. Limit
0: three, three people. One beer, and uh, you You got your
2: show coming up Wednesday. This Wednesday? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. do.
0: We do weekly. Uh, well, not, it won't be that week. Cask and Hammer every Wednesday in La Habra. Uh, the second Tuesday of the month, we have the Clubhouse Comedy Show. That's a killer show. Yep. Third Saturday of every month, we have the Kitsch Bar Show. That packs up, too. And we're starting a brand-new show this month, third Tuesday, which will be the 18th. That's over at the Group Therapy Pub in Placentia, and that's called Freudian Quips. It's going to be another really good comedy show right has got there. two shows in Placentia. Well, on opposite ends of the city. Yeah, but it's yeah. But it's,
1: it's, it's it's Placentia, different, different regular Placentia. Placentia.
2: Placentia. Gotcha. What do you got coming up, buddy?
1: Um, The next thing I have coming up is this guy's room. Yeah. October 12th. uh, Hit me up for free tickets. Hit him up on Uh, all your your social media. Improv. Hit me up on all my social media. And um, gosh, guys, uh, I can't wait. It'll be my first time being there. Popping
0: that cherry, son.
2: Popping it. Oh, you're going to love it down there. Uh, This Saturday night, we have the Roy and Jimmy thing presents The Last of the Legacy. We have Wyatt Gray, Carmel Humphrey, Zhivago, our mail, baby. and our headliner, Taylor Tomlinson. So out there. Tickets for $15. Hit us up uh, at Roy and Jimmy Thing pork on Facebook. Sandwiches. Uh, pork sandwiches. we got a bartender up on there and stuff. So hit us up. Uh, hit up Jim and Sheila over there at the Legacy Room. That's 8 o'clock this Saturday night. Maybe so. you guys should serve well, Knuckles
1: that night.
2: So <laughs> get the <laughs> get jar of pig That's Knuckles out there. That's the problem with my there. hands. I haven't
0: got them pickled yet, dude. <laughs>
2: All right, thanks again Sean. Matt, guys, uh thanks for coming, in, man. I had a, a blast tonight. Yeah, man. buddy. No, nice. We'll see you next Monday here on chaoticradio.com. It's the Roy and Jimmy thing. Have a good night and a good week.
0: Goodbye. Like you all.